the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo man, how the heck are you? A lovely Thursday in the life of The Monty Show, presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, no doubt about it, and all that matters to you. When you get into an accident, when you get hurt at work, when you're trying to fight for your social security benefits, is an expert who can be your advocate. That's why you go to theadvocates.com. No consultation fees, no big retainers, no, no, friends. In fact, you don't even realize, do you, that you can chat with an attorney online for free 24 hours a day, seven days a week at theadvocates.com. Holy cow. What an incredible day of news for you today. If you are just getting uh, to the old YouTube machine, um, this story with Kawhi Leonard out for game three tonight, it is. (laughs) Seriously, man, this is a huge story. Kawhi Leonard out for the Clippers tonight against the Phoenix Suns in what is ultimately, in my opinion, a must-win now for the Phoenix Suns. We saw this, Jake, last night with the Lakers. Yeah, Ja was out. I feel like there was a real letdown there. Um, so I think this situation with Kawhi, it's a knee sprain. They're saying he's day-to-day. Hey, Claw. Well, aren't we all? Uh, Kawhi is day-to-day. They say he could play as soon as Saturday. But what does that matter? Because he will not play tonight. I think this this Clipper team has a real chance to beat the Suns, but without Kawhi, I don't see any chance. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be tough. And I think you know the 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 other night, you know, this last game that they played, I think there was a lot of pressure on Devin Booker, Booker to perform, and he showed up. And I think you know that's not to say he's going to show up every single night, but I think it shows the potency of the Suns' offense when you have uh, guys like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant going and and I think that you know if you're if you're the Clippers you know you have this team where you thought hey like we're going to have Kawhi and PG and it just hasn't really worked out that way so so unfortunately yet again here we are talking about how Kawhi Leonard uh is hurt uh and by the way I thought it was really good for the league and I personally enjoyed it a lot watching Kawhi Leonard reach his peak powers again because it felt like it's been you know 4 or 5 years since he's been the guy that we all know and love and so uh, I feel like as NBA fans, we're kind of being robbed of what should have been an amazing first-round series. But needless to say, there is no doubt about it. The Suns should dispatch the Clippers quickly now. Well, and I think the other story uh, that is of note, of course, here on the Monty Show, every single day it feels like we start this show with as the Pac-12 turns. And boy, did it turn today because we've talked all about Ion TV, And you know on this show... We've worked really hard to bring you good, credible, sourced information. We have told you for well over six to eight weeks now, Ion TV had other irons in the fire. They were not going to make a deal with the Pac-12. Ion TV, of course, is owned by Scripps Sports, a brand new division of Scripps uh, company. Now Scripps Sports has made their, their first big splash into the sports world. They announced today that they have signed a distribution agreement for a Friday night national package with the WNBA. Now, on its face, you're like, well, what does this have to do with Pac-12 football or basketball? It's a WNBA. Well, here's what it has to do. As George Klyovkov and the Pac-12 have been out in the marketplace trying to get a deal that would ultimately either equal or surpass 
what the Big 12 has, which, by the way, is, again, $31.7 million a year per school in the Big 12, thanks to their friends at ESPN and Fox. Well, Georgia and the Pac-12 have been out looking for a deal of that note. This takes another player off the table. Now, of course, we know that Ion TV and the Pac-12 have talked. They haven't done a deal. Maybe they're never going to do a deal. But now we know for certain that Script Sports and Ion TV are in the sports distribution business. This is a huge win for the WNBA. This is a Friday night national package. It is a regional package, which means if you're the Los Angeles Sparks or the Phoenix Mercury, your game is going to be on in the Southwest if you're the Phoenix Mercury. You're going to be on in California, regionally to the South in San Diego, to the North in Bakersfield and Fresno. You're gonna get LA Sparks games on Ion TV. Thanks. Now you don't have to wonder, well, what am I going to do if I'm in Los Angeles? I don't want to watch the New York Liberty. Well, you don't have to do that because now you're going to get a Friday night doubleheader on Ion TV that brings you that near team. This is exactly the deal that the Pac-12 was looking for, Jake. And I think it is significant because it feels like this is another loss. And maybe I'm taking this too far. The reaction on Twitter today mm-hmm. obviously was was quite fired up. But do you think we're going too far here in saying, I think this is another loss for the for the Pac-12? No, I mean, I, I don't think we're going too far with it. I, 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 I think anytime uh, uh, you're having a conversation with someone and that conversation doesn't work out and then they go and do a deal with someone else that is, uh, without a doubt, remarkably similar to the deal you were discussing, uh, I think that you have to talk about it. it. It does raise some questions, and I do think that it is uh, a loss of opportunity, a loss of uh, uh, of money and revenue, certainly. And I think what's really interesting is when you look at, you know, the part about regionality and being able to to put uh, a certain product in front of the right type of people based on where they're at, geographically speaking. There's no better way to do that than in in one of these deals, and I think the Pac-12. You know, we know we know in the CW deal, right? The Pac-12 wanted all this money, and and the CW lacked some representation in certain states, so it didn't work out there. You look at this deal now with with Scripps and Ion and in the WNBA, and it's like, hey. They basically did the exact deal you were looking for. You just couldn't get it worked out because you were asking for too much money. And it all comes back to prioritizing linear over streaming and prioritizing linear to a point where you're asking by some reports like four or five times what most people think you are worth. So to me, I just look at it and I say, hey, like it's business and and, and script slash I on TV are not going to just sit around and do nothing. And they saw an opportunity, and I say more power to you, more power to you, because ultimately the WNBA is on the rise. No matter where you come down on the WNBA, it is on the rise. It's not more valuable than football right now, even Pac-12 football, but I do think it's on the rise. And if you can, now that they have, not if, now that they have gotten into a a place where they're going to be seen in the right areas, I think that that is super impactful for their product and would have been super impactful for the Pac-12. Yeah, and I, I, the thing that I can't wrap my head around is these conversations we've had throughout time about this Pac-12 TV deal, and let's go all the way back to almost a year ago. Wind the clocks back. Yeah, last July and August. If we wind the clocks back, right? The Pac-12 looked untouchable. Yeah. The Pac-12 looked like the juggernaut and the Big 12 was in trouble. And then you hire Brett Yormark and all of this changes and the struggle, and this is 
Again, my opinion, the struggle has been stability and belief in George Klyovkov, the commissioner of the Pac-12. We have heard repeatedly from the presidents and commissioners we've spoken to across the country. We have heard repeatedly that there's just something off. You know, we spoke to somebody at a TV network today about what their conversations have been with the Pac-12. And the word that just keeps getting thrown around is unorganized. Thanks. Unorganized. We told you our sources at ESPN said that. We told you our sources at several other TV networks and industry sources that we speak to about this on a regular basis have said to us, the Pac-12 is unorganized. Their messaging is unorganized. They do not also, we heard this again today, that the Pac-12 does not understand what their value proposition is. For the WNBA and ION, it's pretty clear what the value proposition is. And I would tell you, that that value proposition is one, it puts script sports through ION TV in a position to empower women across the country. What does that do for ION TV? It brings more female viewership to their normal programming, right? Like WNBA and sports is not ever probably going to dominate the TV lineup on ION TV. But if it brings more female viewers to reruns of Law & Order SVU or Chicago PD or any of the shows, that you see regularly on ION TV and syndication, that's a win for ION TV. Thanks. Oh, by the way, what's it do for the WNBA, WNBA, excuse me? Regionally, it's a powerful, powerful push. They have had a very small deal on ESPN, which is not going away. That's gonna be the weekend home for WNBA is gonna be on ESPN. This Friday night doubleheader is going to be on ION TV. This is a big, big push. This is a lot more eyeballs and a lot more opportunity to market your product, to put more eyeballs on the TV. You feel me? You see what I'm saying? Isn't that exactly what the Pac-12 is looking for here? They need a partner who will buy in and push Pac-12 football, Pac-12 basketball. And unfortunately, I think Script Sports and I on TV are now, I would say, out of that game. Yeah. Because I think there's no doubt if you've been paying attention, I on TV and Script Sports have really been ha their their attention focused on the regional Major League Baseball situation, if you will, the the situation which right. is Bally Sports. Yeah has been on the the verge of bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And the the boss at Script Sports, Brian Lawler, was on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about their desire to be in position if there's a need by Major League Baseball. That's clearly been their focus. And now they slide in with this WNBA deal that takes them through the summer if they can continue to grow their sports revenue. Because that's also what this is for Scripps and I on TV. This is a way to drive new revenue through Script Sports to grow their business. Yes. Exactly. It's a money play. Yes. This is win-win for everybody except the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. Because now I think the Pac-12 goes back into the situation where you're going to have more than 50% of your games not on broadcast television. That's the bottom line. And I don't know how that's acceptable. <laughs> I, I don't know how you're thinking that you're going to survive. Either. I don't know how you're thinking that that's just going to work out. Furthermore, I don't know how well, you're thinking how schools aren't going to leave if that is indeed uh, the case at the end of the day. And I think it's really interesting, and, and I think it really speaks to where uh, supporters are mentally with this whole topic 
uh, when you have a bunch of Pac-12 people, and I'm not just saying Utah people, or you know, I, I would say across the board, folks in the Pac-12 want to deny that this isn't a really important happening, and and I understand it, I get it. You don't think that that a a, a potential partner basically axing their their ability to do a deal with you. Uh, by doing a deal with the NBA and, in fact, doing the deal that you wanted to do with them, but doing it with the WNBA, I don't know how you, you say that that doesn't matter or or somehow that this isn't applicable or relatable or, or, like, relevant. Like, I don't know how you just skip over that. And I think what's really interesting is is this kind of further hammers home this concept of George Klyovkov and his team, because I don't think it's just him, him and his team, just come off and and give a taste of being disorganized and not not all together. Exactly not, right. And furthermore, we're exactly we're hearing right. today, dude. We're hearing today that 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 they don't know. They don't really have a, a a value proposition. That they don't know. They don't they don't have a real good way of explaining how it is that they came to a valuation of four hundred million dollars a year for their product. Other than to say, well, we think we're worth more than the Big Twelve. That's not a value proposition. No. And I, I, I will also say this takes you back to SMU, San Diego State, Fresno State, UNLV, the battle for Gonzaga. Like it takes you back through all of these conversations we've been having. Gonzaga. And if you think about it this way, Gonzaga, I think, is a real tipping point. Because again, rewind the clock and mm-hmm. let's talk about that, that money that's going to come through, through basketball, through college basketball. That's huge now. And the way that the Big 12 has built that, and we talked about if you didn't see the show yesterday, it's right here on the Monty Show YouTube channel. Go back and check it out. We talked about how the way that the Pac-12 can save itself is to copy the revenue model of the Big 12. Make basketball a big event. Oh, you don't have a team in Los Angeles or, excuse me, a school in Los Angeles? Who cares? Make Los Angeles the mecca for your Pac-12 college basketball tournament. Mm -hmm. And I think by default, you have to try and add Gonzaga. You absolutely know that you have, as Gloria Navarez, the president, or excuse me, the commissioner of the Mountain West, excuse me, said three weeks ago on her show or whatever, she knows they're gone. Yeah, They're going to the Pac-12. Add San Diego State. Do what you can do to get Gonzaga. If you just added those two and gave yourself a better foothold in the North with a national power in college basketball... Well, depending, you know, Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga. And stuff, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Um, I love the fact that that the Big 12 is doing that. They are building a wider footprint. And think about it like a foundation under a house. This foundation just keeps spreading. And Mm -hmm. they keep putting up new walls and new rooms. And they're adding a bathroom over here. Hey, we need value. Okay, well, let's put quartz countertops in the kitchen. And we'll call that Rucker Park. Okay, well, hey... You know what, man? We need an extra car. We have a one-car garage. We need a two-car garage. All right, well, let's expand to Mexico, the Big 12 does. Okay, cool. Right? Like, you see all of this stuff that they're doing, and they just keep building the house. And if you are the Pac-12, you're not doing anything. You haven't pulled permits. You haven't gotten... Pulled permits? You're trying to get the concrete, bro. You you haven't bought the house. Yeah, bro. Yo, like, that's the problem in the Pac-12 is I feel like you're way behind the curve. Yeah. Where do you guys come down on this? We'd love to talk to you in the comments section. Obviously, again, thank you so much uh, for all of your interaction on this show. Yesterday, we passed 16,000 subscribers. 
Uh, you know that. And a big part of that is that you guys interact with us on the show every day. Thank you for that. While you're here, please hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. Uh, and if you have not, and if you are the one, and I think there's only one person who's not subscribed to this channel right now. Me. Well, there's probably millions. But anyway, my point is, I'm talking to you. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, do that, man. Give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and let's spend some time together every single day on the Monty Show. Um, let's see, who's first in today? I always like to go up all the way to the top of the comments. First one in is Truck Stop Gumby. Buckle up, this is usually an adventure. First, happy 420, bro. <coughs> Smoke them if you got them, dude. Happy 420. C. Coffin, what's up? Hi, all. Can't wait for the program. Glad you're here. C. Coffin also says hit the like button. Uh, program. Meat Rocket. Meat Rocket 304. Not 303 or 305, but 304. Is that on your birth certificate, Obama? Uh, Meat Rocket says Pac-12 in deeper trouble. I'm shocked. I wish I could say I was shocked, right? Jaron Eccles, what's up, my guy? Wife asked me last night why there were hundreds of bucked up cans on the freezer. My only answer was, it's Jansen's fault. <laughs> Great job with bucked up yesterday. I, I'm so in on the, the bucked up pix, pixie pump. We, we. The new product from bucked up is the pixie pump, right? And it's a powder and it's, I'm all in on it today. So much so that both Jake and I do not have a can of bucked up energy yeah, drink on the doing, counter. We're doing the showroom a little differently today. We're going <clears throat> full pixie pump today. That's to not see... to say we're not getting bucked up. Yeah, right? I mean, we're getting bucked up. This is a bucked up product. So we're getting bucked up. But we're just, we're going full pixie pump today to see what it's like Yummy. to do a showroom just on the pixie pump. Now, don't forget bucked up. It's the official energy drink of the Monty <laughs> Show, don't I? Man, you inhale the pixie pump and it gets real. <laughs> Uh, Bucked Up Energy is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Make sure you use promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase at buckedup.com. And you guys, again, I say it every day. The thing I love about Bucked Up, it works. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. Whether it's the collagen uh, peptides or it is the, the uh, organic greens that I put in my shakes in the morning, the pre-workout, whether it is the Pixie Pump that gives you that non-stim and has no stimulant in it, but it still gives you a really good bump Thanks. so you feel mentally clear. The products just work. And don't take my word for it. Go to the link in the description below. Free, free, free samples. I thought you said free. I said for free. You get three free samples and a free shaker sent right to your front door from Bucked Up. Check them out at buckedup.com. Um, so yeah, there you go. I apologize, Jaron Eccles, for all all of the cans that were stacked up. Nate B says, sup, gangsta, good vibes. What's up, Nate? Um, Nate Simons says, hi, guys. Hello, Nate. Uh, Selena says, hello. What's up, Selena? Good to see you. Um, scan it. Says, let's hear it. Okay, scan it. Okay, okay. Uh, the Big Lubbock says, I'm formerly Tim B. What's up, Timmy B? Uh, formerly Tim Bruck, uh, Bruckmiller. Good afternoon, fellas. Good What's afternoon. Up? Uh, let's see. Patrick Boren, what's up, my guy? Says, meanwhile, uh, Martian has denounced any CW PAC agreement. Well, we told you. <laughs> Again, for everybody who's like, oh, man, you guys have no sources. Trust me, bro. Truck stop conference. So we told, what did we tell you? A month ago now? Dude. Or, the CW and the PAC-12 talked. 
And the issue was that the Pac-12 wanted the entire country. George Klyavkov and his staff told the CW, hey, we want WGN in Chicago. We want your biggest affiliates, and we want every station across the country. And we want $400 million to do that. The CW was never in a position to make that deal. They were never going to include anything to the east of the Rocky Mountains because that's outside the norm. That's outside the footprint that the Pac-12 traditionally plays in. So they were willing to give regional coverage north to south to the Pac-12. Well, that's not what George wanted. And the CW certainly was not paying $400 million for the West Coast. The other issue was in that footprint, let's not forget, owned and operated stations by the CW do not exist in Washington or in Phoenix. Yes, they have affiliate stations, but they don't control the programming 100% on those stations. That were that was a huge sticking point, and the money was a huge sticking point. You're not, in my opinion, with the CW getting anywhere near 400 million, so that conversation was short-lived, and I don't think it was really ever of substance. We talked to people very high up at the CW who told us there was just not the right pieces in place to get that deal done. And again, frankly, I'll share with you, people at the CW that we spoke to told us the Pac-12 is unorganized. They don't have a clear, concise message. And I think that's a big deal, Jake, when we're talking about asking somebody to cut a check for $400 million for the next five years, every year, $400 million. That's $2 billion, man. Yeah. Like that is, or excuse me, $1.6 billion, if you want to be precise. Like that's a lot of money, man. Yeah. And I think in concept, what what is shocking is that George Klyovkov would not understand that there's no reason for you to be on nationally uh, when you're talking to someone who provides regionality. That's right. You're not talking to ESPN at that point. You're talking to someone who has RSNs all over the country. So why would you ask someone who provides regional sports networks, RSNs, why would you ask that person to put you on WGN when you're chilling in, in the Bay Area? Why I think it's a that? huge problem. And, I think it's a huge problem, and I think it's one of those things where you cannot... And what's the right word? Quantify? You cannot quantify your value if you're the Pac-12 right now. Well, and I don't think you can quantify the lack of vision that George Klyovkov uh, does not possess. I mean, that's the thing that's incredible to me. Like, I Wait, look at... Wait, you said the lack of vision he does not possess. Yeah, that's correct. So yes. he does possess I, a lack of vision. You know, why? see, why, why, see, I was on a roll right there. I was on a roll. <laughs> I was feeling good. You know... You better check yourself. You were pretty bucked up right there, I felt like. Yeah, the pixie pump's hitting, bro. Yep. Uh, Vorlon Angel says, I wonder how much the WNBA ION deal is worth. We're trying to find out. Uh, both parties, they, we reached out to the WNBA through their communications department. They did not want to comment on it. Um, and we have not gotten an answer yet uh, from ION Script Sports. So, okay. So that's how it's going to be. There you go. We're working on it. Patrick Bourne, who's a member of the show, I did a video on uh, a great breakdown of why the PAC needs to uh, Cialis to consummate a media rights agreement. Man, I don't know how I have not watched the deal on Cialis in the Pac-12. Man, that's just, you know, wow. Stay hard. Like, I don't Man, know how I haven't, incredible. you know. Dale Donuts, a member of the show. How bad is this getting when the WNBA gets a deal um, hurts the Pac-12? I do think, I, I don't think specifically because it's a WNBA that it hurts the Pac-12. What I think the damage to the Pac-12 is, is that you have more money being spent by a media company on a sports league and it's not the Pac-12. Yeah. That's what hurts. 
because we've heard all along, well, the money just isn't in the marketplace. Everybody spent their money. There's Well, apparently not because yeah. Script Sports is like, hey, WNBA, let's do a deal, right? So all of, the, all of this consternation only grows when a new deal in professional sports gets done and it's not with George <coughs> in the Pac-12. Yeah. That's what hurts, to, in my opinion anyways. That's what hurts. And so you, you look at these, all of these options we told you a month ago NBC Universal back in touch with the Pac-12. Told you last week, ESPN and the and the Pac-12 had had new conversations. But what are we not getting? We're not getting a deal done. And a deal was done on the national level today with a new player in sports distribution and a major sports league. That's right, T. And it's not the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. And that's what hurts because you feel like even without USC and UCLA, this is a valuable league. And you know, I I go back to, I go back to Utah Tech, and this is going to sound crazy, but the this whack merger, right? I had ten people reach out to me, and say, "Hey, you really need to look at this whack merger, because that's going to generate a new TV deal." That very white, very well may. I don't know, but what I know is, if the next college sports TV deal is not the pac 12s that all hell is going to break loose mm -hmm. because you you just can't have it. And the the other thing that that and I don't mean to run on here, but how much streaming should be involved in the Pac-12's distribution deal? Man, I think it's got to be a significant number. Well, I think, you know, should is an interesting word, right? Like how much should be involved versus how much will be involved. Because should, I agree, it should be a it should be a hefty chunk of the of the overall distribution deal that they put together. But how much will be involved? Mm -hmm. I don't think all that much because I don't think that the Pac-12. Uh, presidents, ADs, slash George Klyavkov prioritize streaming. And look, I understand, like, again... you Wait, so you... And I, I, I don't want to... I, yeah. I want you to stop right there. I, I don't mean to cut you off. You mm -hmm. don't believe that the Pac-12 prioritizes on the whole streaming as part of their deal? I don't deal? think that they think it's, it's, a, it's an absolute uh, game-changing opportunity to have streaming as part of your deal. I mean... We heard, again, not to keep referencing, you know, Gloria Navarra as Commissioner of the Mountain West in that interview, but she talked all about streaming. And I yeah. think she brought clarity to what a commissioner or uh, uh, an individual on that level thinks of streaming, which is, hey, it is important, but it's not the number one. And I think that's fascinating because I'm telling you, sometime inside of the next five years, people are going to start waking up and saying, hey, streaming is the number one and linear is number two. And I'm really curious in the Pac-12 situation, the question, the question always seems to get asked, hey, how do they dig out of this? How do they, like, what's the game-changing thing that they can do? Like yesterday's show, hey, there's one thing that the Pac-12 can do to save themselves, and that is to to go all in on streaming or, or flip the table, meaning... Hey, go go out into the world, create your own content, and and push your content out yourself, and and then you can have people advertise on your platform. And I think they don't want to do that. We know for sure they don't want well, to do that. Well, that's true. And they're and they're not interested in that. And that to me is super limiting. But you better be. It, you, it, and I think George Klyovkov again has talked about this. Yeah, he has said streaming is going to be a significant part of the future. And he's got a deal now in the Big 12 that includes streaming with ESPN, who I think is the best example of how streaming has evolved. Mm -hmm. ESPN was not interested in streaming in the early days in any way, shape, or form. Even five years ago, ESPN was not interested in streaming. 
But what happened now? They have flipped the switch and ESPN Plus is now a significant revenue stream for Disney, the owners of ESPN. ESPN Plus, you look at, well, Wax Sports on ESPN Plus. Yeah. Massive viewership for UFC. I mean, you name it, it's the on Masters. there. The Masters, UFC, college sports, you're going to get, if, if, and I think it will happen, when ESPN and the Pac-12 do this next deal, if you can get a grant of rights signed in the Pac-10, which I think is a big deal, with the 10 remaining teams, I think it's going to be very difficult if you come in at what we think is going to be a 20 to $22 million deal. I think you are going to see that ESPN Plus is going to be a significant part and they are going to get the second best game of the week. That's going to be on ESPN Plus. I think the number one game will be a night game on a Saturday evening on ESPN or ABC. I think the number two game is going to be on ESPN Plus. And my guess is, and this is strictly a guess, but from what I've heard, my guess is Amazon's going to do a Friday night Pac-12 football game. That would be my guess. I think that's a $22 million a year deal. $22 million per school per year in the Pac-12. And I think it's Amazon. I think it's ESPN. And I think it's three games a week on television. And I think that's it. Yeah. Or excuse me, on broadcast. I think you get one game on TV. I think you get one game on ESPN Plus, And I think you get one game on Amazon. Three out of your five games are broadcast. That's it. One of them is on linear TV. And if you're in the Pac-12, that's terrifying, man. Um, that's absolutely um, terrifying. And I, um, I don't know what your answer is for that. If you are George Klyavkov, and that is the commissioner of the Pac-12, and that's your best deal, I think that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, Jake, whip it out. Nate Simons, a new member of the Let's show. go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Off to a hot start Nate, today. welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Guys, if you want to join the membership on the channel, please do. Um, it is anywhere between $1.99. That gets you shout-outs on the show. You see everybody that's got the symbol next to their name. That gets you shout-outs on the show. Uh, $9.99, $10 a month gets you into our Instagram-only members group. You pay $9.99 a month. You DM Jake. He puts you into the group. You would have known early this morning about the Ion WNBA deal yes, because I put it in the group this morning. You guys, you would have known about it long before I tweeted it out at 11 Mountain Time this morning. Hey, you'd have had it first. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. $9.99 a month. I know it. I know everybody's pockets are tight. Whatever you decide to do on joining the membership, thanks for being here. Because without you guys, we wouldn't have a show like this. So thank you so much. Uh, Avery Cope. What's up, Avery? Says, Monty, check your Twitter DMs from a few hours ago. Will do. And, and I apologize. I know a lot of people DM me. I get a ton of DMs. That's every day. I try to get back to as many of them as I can. And I admittedly, I do miss some. So I am working on that, and I appreciate you guys. Jake Nelson says, go Beavs. Saul Goodman, just a question. Do Monty and Jake go to the restroom on air? We do not. No. We do not. And at times, anytime we talk about floating or swimming, time to go to the bathroom, man. Anytime there's like a, anytime you see Jake looking like this for about three minutes, that generally means I'm on a mission uh, to rid my body of certain fluids. And we've contemplated, you know, the bathroom break routine like they do on other shows. And we try eh. not to do it. Like, you know, it just, yeah. You know, 
Uh, it is what it is. Hey, how about Aaron Wilson gifting a membership today? Here we go. Let's go. Thank you. There we go. Thank you, Aaron Wilson. Welcome, Jackson Graham, to the membership. Let's go, Let's baby. Go. Jackson, good to see you. Back on the right side of the law, Jackson. Thanks for being here. Eddie Staus says, Pac-10 should strike a deal with BYU TV for streaming. Easy now. Easy now. That's going to gonna hurt people's feelings. Um, let's see. Who else is on? Uh, Michael Peck. Hello, Michael Peck. Still a lot of value in the pack from a TV revenue standpoint. I think there is. The question is, this is going to be crazy in today's economic climate in this country. If I said to you, hey, you know, how about we give you $220 million a year? Can you handle that? You'd be like, hell yeah. But if you're 10 schools that were promised 40 to $50 million a year, mm-hmm. and I said to you, hey, how about we give you 20, 22 million a year? That's not um, going to cut the mustard. And especially um, when you know that the Big 12 is, is probably taking home $50 million a year at the end of the day. It's an awfully difficult pill to swallow. Yes, it when is. When there's a real chance that if you sign a grant to rights for and most people think it'll be three years, but let's go with that three years. If you're, if you're Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, Washington State, Washington, Oregon, mm-hmm. Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, you sign that grant to rights and you make 27 to $30 million a year total. Because you've had a very difficult run in college basketball. Both Arizona and UCLA have failed to go deep in the tournament. And then you look down the, the 405 freeway, you look down PCH, you see San Diego down there, and Wales Vagina is going to the final, and they're getting hundreds of thousands of dollars in extra income every single year you know. for the next six years through tournament shares. Now, all of a sudden, a Mountain West school is bucking to make similar money to you. Man, that's a tough way to live your life, dude. Yes, it is. That is a very tough way to live your life. And I, I, I'm just telling you that this this, this has the potential to get very ugly. Mm-hmm. It, it has the potential to get very ugly. And it, you know what? It, it's, it's why I tell you when you need to chill and you, know, you just want to find some zen, you go to bbqpitstop.com, barbecuepitstop, bbqpitstop.com. And Logan, Layton Lehigh, hello, Payson. How about a brand new barbecue pit stop in Payson? Go check them out. Also in St. George, in Murray, on State Street, right across from the mall. Our good friends at Barbecue Pit Stop. You go there for the equipment, right? When you hear the words barbecue pit stop, best equipment in barbecue, you know it's Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Camp Chef. You know that. But what you're getting is the expertise of awesome human beings that'll service you coast to coast no matter where you are. BBQPitStop.com. Hey, you know, I have a kickoff barbecue. How long do I leave the brisket on? What temp- What does low and slow mean? Hey, what's the best seasoning for scrambled eggs? Monty says it's flavor knuckles asado seasoning. Come on, man. Is, he, is that right? They'll set you straight, and they're going to tell you it's flavor knuckles asado yes. seasoning. Now, I mean, whether I, I can only lead you to the seasoning. I can't I want make you, to you listen to me. Yeah, I can't make you sprinkle it on the eggs, friends. I'm going to say this again. Because that stuff right there, this stuff right here, Flavor Knuckles Asado Seasoning. Yeah, right right here in the middle of your screen. Yeah, it's the goodness, dudes. 
It is the goodness. BBQPitStop.com. Shop online. Chat with a barbecue expert right now. Tell me you heard about it. On the Monty Show as we talk about the Pac-12 coming up in... Uh, just about 25 minutes, we'll get you all the biggest stories in the NBA. Uh, football at 50 in 14 minutes. We got to talk about this Trey Lance story with the San Francisco 49ers. But right now, we are talking about as the Pac-12 turns because we're in a situation now where, A, you're about to hit the like button on the Monty Show because, well, it's just that good. Duh. Duh. And this deal with Ion TV and the WNBA, really, I think it hurts. I do think it hurts. Absolutely. Saul Goodman says, is it Friday? I see a lot of gifting. It's not Friday, but every day is a gifting every day. Every day, baby. Uh, because Nate Simons gave five memberships away today. Let's oh, let go. me get it out here. Hang on. Let's go. Let's go. We appreciate everybody who gifts a membership. Thank go, you. Baby. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we get a four ninety nine tip today from Maury Alvarez. The longer and longer this goes, the less and less the PAC members are going to ratify a new deal. Maury, my guy, he's our great Floridian, Maury Alvarez. I think that's exactly right. Because every day that we don't get a, a deal done, I think is another day that Arizona is talking to the Big 12. Yeah. And worse than that, every day we don't get a deal in the Pac-12 done, you know what happens? Arizona talks to Oregon State, and they're like, yeah, this sucks. Oh, you're right, it sucks. Oh, that's man. right, T. No, no, you know what? Arizona, it sucks more. No, no, Oregon State, it sucks <coughs> way, way more. No. It's just a cycle. You know how negativity is in the office, Yeah, right? misery loves company, bro. It's just it snowballs rolling down the hill. And pretty soon, George, George Klyavkov's like, what's that smell? That's the diesel exhaust from the moving trucks that are backing up as everybody packs their stuff and moves to the Big 12. You know, the truck stop conference. I love that everybody's like, well, you know, regionally, uh, I don't see that they have any more room for stadiums in Lubbock. Oh! Stop it. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. And I think I think it's people like Gonzaga. Because you know Gonzaga's got, got their eyes set on the other Gonzaga. side of the WCC fence for more money. And we've told you exclusively on the show that Gonzaga has Gonzaga. a verbal invite. Um, and the, it is simply they just need to nod their heads and say yes and paperwork will start. And Gonzaga. Those are the things that those are the things that are happening. Yeah. Every single day. It becomes a little easier for that president to Hey George, uh, President Robbins down here in Tucson, Arizona. Just checking in, man. I missed your voice. How are things? By the way, do you still have a place for us? Like, that's what it feels like, yes, right? Yes. And then, you know, I, I only envision that your Mark, he answers his phone. And he's like, who's calling me from Jackson, Mississippi? What? Uh, hello? Hey, Brad, it's Coach Prime. Who the fuck are you? Right? Like, hey, man, just checking in with you. Bless up. Peace out. <laughs> Hey, by the way, before I go, I just want to remind you, Colorado football, you know, we're on the coach. We sold every single ticket for the entire season, season tickets and regular tickets. They're all sold out for the entire season, Brett. Don't forget about us. Bless up. All right. Peace out. I'm coming. Yes! Hey, uh, hey, Brett, it's, it's prime. I'm coming. And it's Louie. I'm coming. <laughs> You know that's what's happening. Yes, dude. How could yes. that not be happening? Prime probably called Brett on his like iPhone 27 that he got like five years in advance from all the ticket money, dude. 
Cash Money gives us a $2 tip to say Utes to the Sun Belt. You're casual. Okay, so wait. We started with Utes a right away in the Pac-12. That wasn't good enough. No. So it well, listen. The Utes are going to the Mountain West. Guys, 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 guys. They're going back to the Mountain West. Guys, guys. And they're hey going to go and they're going to go make funeral potatoes hey out guys. there in Boise. Hey guys. And then Boise's going to come down here and beat that Utah ass in basketball. And then Utah will really be dead. So Boise will make some funeral potatoes. Bro, what are you talking about? how the world man? works. Now it's, oh, hey guys, guys, guys. An inside tip. I was talking to Swoop last night. <laughs> and he was telling me that we're going to the Sun Belt. Because it's all part of the plan. But only because the MEAC said for us to screw off. Right? Like, are we, we're really, at, we've already fallen down to the Sun Belt. To the Sun Belt Conference. Come on. Uh, Bob Holsey says every day the pack doesn't uh, get a deal done and Angel loses their wings. Damn, bro. <laughs> Come on, dude. Now. It's only 340. We don't need to be knocking on God's door already. Come on, Lonnie. Uh, good afternoon, Lonnie. What about the A's to Las Vegas? Absolutely on the agenda Another for the showroom today. But I also think you can, you know, not to not to take things too far, but I think it's really interesting. Really interesting. It's been 20 years they've been working on either building a new stadium or renovating their current site. Like, this mm -hmm. has been an ongoing thing. And I think what's really interesting, yesterday in the showroom, talked about UNLV, talked about Vegas as a market, talked about the fact that they're adding teams. Uh, MLB, you know, they added the NHL already. Like, you've got all this stuff happening. And UNLV, unfortunately, because I'm sure they're a wonderful program, just don't quite have the pull that I feel like the Pac-12 uh, requires in a sense. And I think what I'm saying. what's really interesting is that the Pac-12 seemingly values the Dallas Metro more than Las Vegas. They value the central time zone more than getting someone in Las Vegas. And that's what's crazy to me. And then today, yes, we get the Oakland A's news. Yes, we get the WNBA news. Like, Dude, like, it just stacks. And that's what I think is working against George Klavkov in the Pac-12. Well, and you don't have positive momentum. And not to be redundant, because I feel like every day on this show, there's good news about the Big 12. Okay, the Big 12 in Kansas City. Shaq's coming to be a DJ for the Big 12 basketball tournament. Hey, by the way, the Big 12 basketball tournament was a rousing success. Did I mention we signed a deal to do clinics and camps at Rucker Park in New York? Oh, hey, by the way... You know, Stillwater, Oklahoma is nice, but we want the country in Mexico too. So we're going to do a, an alliance with Mexico. But it's it's every every day, every week. Mm -hmm. So this this momentum is just rolling in the Big Twelve. And as I said earlier, in the Pac Twelve, it's rolling the opposite way. The negativity is rolling up. You know, Jackson Graham got a kick out of the Sun Belt comment. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I'm just saying, uh, Meat Rocket. Logic says Ohio State has lost to Michigan two straight years. Uh, okay. Okay. Good I talk. Mean, you know, that's cool. Mr. Tinfoil Man says cash money utes to the Sun Belt. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. I mean, Tinfoil Man yes, is, yes, yes. has turned it around to now be calling for drops on the show. Yes, yes, yes. Cougar no, tracks. no, no. Cougar tracks, two, four, six, eight, all adds up to be great, Big 12. <laughs> I'm not a math guy. Uh, Tanner Plummer, dang, what would happen if Jake, uh, to Jake, if Prime called him, uh, Jake would be like, I'm coming. Oh my God, just See, like that's, that. But oh. that's, a, that's not. See, okay, Tanner, here's the deal though, bro. 
Notice how he says in his comment, I'm coming, like there's a G on the end. There's no G on the end, man. Jake? It's I'm coming. Jake. Stay hard. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> For those of you new to the show, this dude right here, the biggest Coach Prime fan. Yeah. Like I walked in here the other day, all the lights were off, right? All the, walked into the studio. I'm like, great day to be alive. Yeah. I hum in a tune. And I just hear Deion Sanders on repeat in the, in the office over here. I'm coming. And Jake's like, oh, <laughs> too much. Okay, let's reset. Um, this is a family program. No fun shall be had. I don't know, then I don't know why I'm putting DeLambo on the show. Utah to end their sports programs to focus program. on academics. Yeah, geometry uh, 718. Do you, guys see, do you guys see the hate and the vitriol? that? And I think Utah fan has earned this a little bit. Like, you don't see on this show, even USC fan, Taking this much heat. You don't see Oregon fan or Washington fan or Arizona. Well, Arizona doesn't have fans. But uh, Arizona State fans. No. You don't see him taking the pounding that, that you know, flipping Utah fan is getting. Right? Like, and they are they are getting it. Hugh Janus. Yes, they are. Yes. Dude. Yes. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Kay Nuren, what's up, Kay? Good to see you. Yes, the BYU football is on ESPN. Uh, BYU TV needs some games. Pack games would work. You got to stop it. Stop Bro. it. Jeff Johnson says, bless up. How about Aaron Judge robbing uh, your your guy, Otani? Bless up too, right? Right? Stop it. Stop it. That was cold. That was cold-blooded. Michael Peck, how the heck are you? It seems like that since there hasn't been a deal announced the consensus is no news is bad news. Is that incorrect? Uh, any good news for a TV network that does not involve the Pac-12 is bad news for the Pac-12 because every day that goes by, you're losing you're right? losing leverage uh, or any leverage that you did have. Yeah, and I, I just think every day we talk about it, we call it. It even it even has a name on this show as the Pac-12 turns. <laughs> Right, like I mean, that's where we are with the Pac-12 TV deal. That's where we are, and, and I, I, I again say, you know, as you guys hit the like button on YouTube, you know, you look at the, you look at the significant interest in this, in this deal, and you look at the way that people are, are, are searching for answers. Do you realize that Pac-12 TV deal and Big 12 expansion are two of the biggest search terms on YouTube in sports right now? Yeah. That's how many people care about this, this conversation. This is not a small deal. They're quite literally are people that are on the edge of their seat. Like, dude, when are we getting a deal? When are we getting a deal? I'm running out. Like people are out of patience on this. And so we talk about this big momentum of negativity for the Pac-12. Talk about all this momentum and defensiveness out of fans of Pac-12 schools right now. And it's well-deserved. It's well-earned because you have nothing to hang on to. And we can sit here and we could talk about, you know, all of the debunking of rumors. And I again will just say, and I think I tweeted this morning. You go look at my tweet, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. You go look at the tweet that I put out this morning where I said, hey, significant TV news is coming up and Pac-12 fans are going to be unhappy about it. 
Utah fan, Utah fan, Utah fan, liar, not true, liar, liar, you're a jerk, not true, not true. And then what happens? Well, it turns out it is true. And you look at the panic that set in in the Pac-12 fan base when the words I on TV, WNBA, people are like, great, they want the WNBA more than the Pac-12. I'm telling you that's not the case. People are misinterpreting what I'm saying. But don't you understand that reaction? Yes. Of course you do. Yes. Of course you do because you're desperate yes. to get a deal done. Yes. 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 You are desperate to get a deal done. Yes. It is. It, it, and it is scary when you don't. Yes. You know, but, uh, Blake 5785 says pig bus is acting like he has sources now. Hey, man, Utah pig bus, who if you don't know him, find him on Twitter, follow him. He's one of the biggest Utah boosters and fans in the world. And he is very salty. He is very salty. You know. Uh, Geoff says, feels like uh, purgatory. That's we That we will be talking Pac-12 deal every day for the rest of our lives. Can't wait till it's done. You and I both. You and I both, man. Yes. Like, I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, dude. I'm ready for it to be yeah, done. Yeah, frankly, I think, uh, you know, when the clock runs out on the Pac-12, I think there's an opportunity that it could be an exciting time for college football fan, no matter who your affiliation I is. I think that's true. I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, register JP or Reister, Reister. I don't know, dude. I don't, I can't read, right? How can you deny 65 is better than seven? Listen, man, it's, er I know it's 420, but it's early. It's early. It's very early. Um, let's see. Pac-12 is flat, so it can't turn. Okay. Well, listen, when we're doing like, when, when we're Look. doing like simple geography, like flat and you know, I'm no Kyrie Irving, but as the Pac-12 rotates on its axis. Thank, thank you. Th there you go. Welcome to biomechanics with Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Tom says Utah football does not deserve any of this slander. No, it does not. And ultimately, that's the biggest problem here is that Utah football gets lost in all of this. Yes. The two back-to-back -back Pac-12 championships get lost in all of this. Yes. The two Rose Bowl appearances get lost in all of this. The great performances, um, whether it's Brant Keithy or Cam Rising or everybody on defense, or it all gets lost in this. Because here we are sitting here talking about negativity, and I, I just, I'm not here for it. And I'm ready for it to be over, man. Like, I am absolutely ready for it to be over because I think... And I'm not trying to pander or mm -hmm. anything, but you feel like Pac-12 fans deserve better. Yeah. You, you feel like they deserve better. And I don't think there's better down the road. Because if a significant deal was going to be done, if you were going to get $50 million a year per school, if you're going to get a $500 million a year deal, that deal would have been done already. Because mm -hmm. dudes with $500 million to spend on, on sports rights don't sit around and hold on to that money. They go and do deals. They go and make arrangements with it because to, in television, you got to spend money to make money. Again, CESPN, who puts more money out on rights deals than anybody in the world. If ESPN was going to give you $250 million, let's say, per year, per school, they'd have done that deal already. Yeah. Why would ESPN be hanging on to their money? They wouldn't be. It, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. All right, yeah. football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour. We bring you the biggest stories in football. And certainly today, this Pac-12 TV deal absolutely could be one of those. Coming up in nine minutes, we are going to get you to uh, an update on Kawhi Leonard, Clippers, 
and Suns tonight. My God, that's a huge story. But right now, let's talk about the biggest stories in football presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. San Francisco 49er fans, I know it's a crazy question. It's actually not that crazy. Is it time for the San Francisco 49ers to give up on Trey Lance? Jake Montemayor, what say you? Yes, go. Do it. Yes. Ship him out. Get done with it. Move on. End the era. You moved on from Jimmy. It's time to move on from Trey Lance. Time to go out and get uh, a backup quarterback that's actually pliable because what you're seeing is that you need two quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl. You're just seeing that. And I think you saw it in Kansas City, right? Like, you saw their backup come in, do his thing. And then Patty Mahomes comes back. You need two guys to be able to win a Super Bowl. And that team is Super Bowl good. The problem is, is they don't have a quarterback they can rely on. And Trey Lance has been a failed project. They they missed in the draft on him. So, yes, unequivocally, they should move on from Trey Lance. Yeah, I think I don't think there's any doubt they should move on from Trey, Trey Lance. And I'd love it in the comments section. Does Trey Lance ever become a number one, a starting quarterback, a franchise quarterback? San Francisco somewhere else, San Francisco or, or Minnesota? Because that's really the story here. Is it allegedly... The Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco 49ers talked about a trade that involved Trey Lance. And the question is, if you're the Minnesota Vikings, did you not make that trade because it, it didn't make financial sense? Or, or did you not make that trade because you too realize what I realize? Trey Lance is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Not now. Not coming off of a massive ankle injury that required surgery. Not coming off of a year where he looked like a deer in the headlights throwing the football. No, certainly not. He's not your replacement for Kirk Cousins. So I think that's truly what it is. I don't believe that Trey Lance ever becomes a number one quarterback. But the bigger question here is, should the San Francisco 49ers go and steal Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. from the Green Bay Packers? I think that is the biggest question here. And I think that's an unequivocal, hell yeah. The, the 49ers, you're a Super Bowl caliber team unless you stick and stay with the quarterbacks you have on the roster now. Because I just don't think that, one, even if Purdy's ready, and Brock Purdy's a great story, the elbow injury is really unfortunate. He got very lucky that it wasn't a full UCL ulnar collateral ligament right. in his elbow, in the throwing elbow, that allows the elbow to function and stay yes. together. He's very lucky it wasn't a full reconstruction. It was a repair. But in all likelihood, he's not ready to go when training camp starts. And by the way, if Brock Purdy sits a year behind Aaron Rodgers, is he any worse for wear from that? Because I'm telling you, he's not. No. No. That gets you out from under Trey Lance. That gives Brock Purdy time to properly heal and learn from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you're the 49ers, Jake, why wouldn't you make that deal? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes perfect sense, and I think it allows you to kind of create a fresh start overall. And I think you know that Aaron Rodgers is a one- or two-year guy, and honestly, like, there aren't too many better options out there right now in today's market uh, than Aaron Rodgers. And we know that the 49ers are not interested in Lamar Jackson. So yeah, I, I just think that this is really straightforward. And I think, you know, if you're a Jet fan, you're pissed that they weren't willing to give up the 13th overall pick, which I'm I saying. think is absolutely embarrassing. I think that they should have given that up, no doubt about it. 
Yeah, I think it is. There is no doubt about that. I think you're exactly right. I just, I just don't see a reason why you wouldn't do that. Cougar Tracks says we only eat Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. That's exactly right. The official pizza of the Monty Show is, in fact, Papa Murphy's Pizza. And I would also say, by the way, uh, download the Papa Murphy's app because it sure as heck makes it a lot easier uh, to order the pizza. By the way, did you guys know that you can order that pizza at 4 a.m. and pick it up at 4 p.m. or any other time you feel like it? Knock it down. Tanner Plummer says, what's the holdup on Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? It's not. Is it not going to happen? I think somebody has to blink. That's what I think. Yeah, you're in the waiting out process. You're in the sweat them out, force them to give up the 13th overall pick. And That's think, exactly right. You know, to me, I'm just like, yeah, I, if I'm the Packers, I got to have that. Absolutely. Yep, I agree. And while we talk Aaron Rodgers, make sure you hit the like button on YouTube. We appreciate everybody who's done that. Um, let's see. Jeremy Callahan says, hashtag Brock solid. I, I, listen, I think Brock Purdy's your quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. But you're a Super Bowl team right now. And I think Aaron Rodgers is a guy that he knows. Jets or Niners or wherever he ends up, if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, it's incredibly damaging to his legacy. Yes. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a motivated guy. I think the likelihood is he ends up with the Jets. Somebody's got to blink. But, man, you can't tell me Aaron Rodgers says no to going back to the Bay Area. Remember, he went to college at Cal. Yeah, I agree. You can't tell me he says no to that. Yeah. You, you, you just can't. Uh, Jim Choi. Trey is laughing all the way to the bank, played two years in uh, Dakotas and now set for life. Yeah. But guys at that level want to play. They want to win. They want to win. Saul Goodman, Trey Lance, or Carson Wentz? Well. Bullet? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think even with all of Carson dude. Wentz's struggles and all the shortcomings, Carson Wentz took you to the playoffs, and I think you have to at least give him that. Yeah. Uh, Tom says, Trey Lance for Aaron Rodgers straight across. I don't think the Packers will do that. Nah. You're going to have to give them significant draft capital to get that done, which the Jets haven't been willing to do. Because, the, again, I just want to reiterate this. You understand that Aaron Rodgers is he's going to make $59 million this year. Packers aren't going to pay that. Yeah. They're not going to pay that. And, by the way, even if they do pay that, can you have him in training camp? Can you have him as your starting quarterback anymore? You cannot. Yeah, the, the bridge is burned. Yeah. You, you, you can't do that. You absolutely can't do that. Uh, Boyd Lake, there hasn't been a real pressing deadline for the Packers and Jets. That's about to change. It is. The draft is, geez, the draft is a week away. Yes. The NFL draft is a week away. Yes, it is. Where is my life gone? Where has my life gone? You know. Uh, Saul Goodman wants to play the game again. Zach Wilson or Trey Lance? Zach Wilson? Probably. Uh, probably. Zach and his mom? Um, well, really, it's his mom's hot friend. But, yeah, it's yeah. It, it probably Zach. DeLambo, I wouldn't trust A-Aaron to move a pile of dirt. Damn. I think I would. Blake says, as a Bears fan, oh, you're a suffering Bears fan like me. I just want Rodgers out of the NFC North. Oh, Seriously. You ain't wrong. Seriously. You ain't wrong, because I'm not a believer. I am not a believer that the Detroit Lions, I am not a believer that the Packers without A-Rodge, like, I mean, that division's wide open at that point. Yes. Wide open at that point. Why wouldn't you? Right? Like, I, I, it makes too much sense. That's probably why it won't happen. Yeah. Right? And the Vikings, I mean, the Vikings are solid. But Kirk Cousins, nobody believes in Kirk Cousins. No. Nobody does. And I, I, I think that 
the litmus test of does pe do people believe in you is, you know, can you sell a medium two-topping pizza for $6.99? Well, uh, you know, at Papa Murphy's you can. Whether it's game day, movie night, or just a busy day, it's always time for Papa Murphy's. And now you can get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99. That's right. The whole family can get exactly what they want any day of the week for any occasion. Any toppings, any sauce, only $6.99. Now that's meaty yum. If only everything else in life was like our deal. Papa Murphy's. We make great pizza so you can make the pizza great. Order online today at papamurphys.com. Ah, you know the rules on this show, friends. You get the Papa Murphy's mobile app, and then you order a traditional crust. We do not slander the legacy of the hardworking Italians such as my my DNA. You know, my DNA chain, the Italians. Right. Sicilians. Right. We don't use red sauce. We use barbecue sauce. Which Where's is the Italian? Italian? Anybody who invented pizza would come and punch me in the face for that, but I'm yeah. doing it. Traditional crust barbecue sauce. And then the hard mix, put whatever you want on the pizza. Get the marinara meatball. Get the take and bake chocolate chip cookies. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. It's how the world goes around at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code Monty25. The Monty Show, presented by the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com, theadvocates.com. Best injury attorneys in the business. You never pay the advocates. Until they win your case. Woo! Hour one down. Two more to go. Yeah. Um, by the way, breaking news this hour in the NBA. Kawhi Leonard is out tonight. And I'm waiting on the lines to update. Because Clippers and Suns, it was Phoenix minus seven and a half. And that's where it remains at Caesar Sportsbook. Um, Phoenix minus seven and a half, 224 at crypto.com. In Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And if you're just tuning in, maybe you're hopping in the car after work, watching us right here on the old YouTube machine. Um, Kawhi Leonard has a sprained knee. This is a different incident, different injury than his previous knee surgery. Hey, Claude. They're saying that, much like you and I, um, it'd actually be you and me. Much like you and me, Kawhi Leonard is day-to-day -day and could be, <laughs> could be available to play Saturday in Game 4. That doesn't mean a thing for tonight in game yeah. three. That's the late game, 8.30 on NBA TV. And if you look at the Clippers now, plus seven and a half without yes. Kawhi. Yes. Uh, don't forget Monty Makes You Money is coming up in about an hour. Stick around for that. Don't forget Sacramento Kings Golden State tonight, uh, 8 o'clock on TNT. Draymond Green suspended for this game by the NBA. That's going to be a big one. Yeah, Kings practice will be good today, you know. Stop. Golden State minus six and a half to 40 and a half. Ooh, that's a big one. And then nobody cares, but 90 minutes from now, Sixers, Nets. The Nets are minus. That can't be right. I must have gotten that wrong in all of my haste to put the line in. No, excuse me, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is minus four and a half. Let me just go ahead and change. It is now minus five. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. It is now minus five yeah. in favor of the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. <sighs> Any chance the Brooklyn Nets win this game? No, not, not even. Any chance. I mean, I, I, like not even a sliver of a hope, dude. <coughs> not even a little bit. Okay. <coughs> All right. That's fine. 
let's talk NBA hoop on the Monty Show. As always, presented by our good friends at Canyons Golf, the official golf club of the Monty Show. It's Canyons Golf. And guys, I'm telling you, it's up at, at Park City Mountain Resort on the Canyons side. Cannot wait. By the way, got the confirmation. Let's go. My PXG Golf Clubs will be delivered tomorrow. Let's go, baby. Now listen. Listen, Darren Ingram, my guy, the teaching pro up at Canyons Golf Club. I am I mean, I got this chicken wing thing. Yeah. Gonna need some help on the swing path. Other than that, I got the PXG Gen yeah, 6 his, drivers. Uh, his swing tunnel needs to be straightened out. Yeah, the funnel and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what that's like this day? Super stoked. Jake and I will be at Top Golf tomorrow night. Yeah. All of our NBA talk is presented by our good friends at Canyons Golf, the official golf club of the Monty Show. If you need an outing for your, your dudes, if you guys have had a tough week and you want to go play around, absolutely, you should go to Canyons Golf. Pristine grounds. The fairways, the greens are lush, beautiful, soft. Spin that uh, that iron uh, right onto the green. Roll it in. Get your eagle on. Nobody's hitting eagles. None of yeah. us are eagle good, right? No. None of us are eagle good. No. Uh, but Canyons Golf is absolutely the official golf club of the Monty Show. Make sure you uh, reach out to Darren Ingram, the teaching pro at Canyons Golf, uh, and tell him you heard about it on the Monty Show. I want to talk about this Lakers thing because I think when you – you know, when you start looking at this situation with Dylan Brooks and LeBron James last night, I have a lot of respect for Dylan Brooks as a, as a defender. But that's about where it ends. I am certainly, if you watch the show, you know this, I am no LeBron James defender. Um, to say that he's too old and you don't want to hear from LeBron until he drops a 40-piece on you, you know, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Now, I understand. Ja was out last night. It was an embarrassing loss, in my opinion, for the L.A. Lakers. I get LeBron in this series. When he has been defended 1v1 by Dylan Brooks, has only scored seven points. But please, please, let's not write the king off yet. Jake, I think this is a huge problem. This is exactly why I don't respect Dylan Brooks as a basketball player. Yeah, and Dylan Brooks' other problem is Bron was like 61% from the field uh, last night. Like, like what are we there's not really a discussion and that's kind of my my issue is like you're you're trying to he's playing a role you know he's playing a role and and the last time we had a guy you know get into lebron was lance stevenson and how did that work out for buddy you know so like for me i just look at it and i say hey like yes you're playing a role and i appreciate that role that you need to play but let's be careful slandering uh who you know someone who by all accounts is an all-time great uh, let's be careful slandering an all-time great uh, before you've won uh, absolutely nothing. You haven't won anything. You're not a champion. You're not an MVP. You're not a you're not a first-team All-NBA defense. You're not anything, and you want to slander the king. And that's why I say, I love that LeBron's not paying any attention to this. I love that LeBron is focused on their team because, frankly, that performance they put in against the Jawless Memphis Grizzlies yesterday was absolutely embarrassing. Like, I don't know what the Lakers thought they were going to get out of the Grizzlies if they thought they were going to play a team that was just going to roll over. Uh, we talked about it on the program. You can go back and listen. I didn't think that it'd be some cakewalk to play the Grizzlies uh, without Jaw. Now, did I think the Lakers are going to lose? Absolutely not. I expected the Lakers to win that game. 
And as per usual, I was disappointed in my picks. So, you know, I just am, I'm just a little bit over the Grizzlies talking all this junk when they've done absolutely nothing. You haven't been to a finals. Dude, I don't, I, I, I'd have to double check. I don't even think they've been to the conference finals. So that's why I say stop talking and start winning something for once. And if you could introduce me to the person who correctly got the uh, line in the Memphis Lakers game last night, I would like to hand them a gazillion dollars because that's crazy that the Lakers lost that game. I, I Listen, LeBron James is one of the greatest players in the history of the NBA. He is arguably right now still in the conversation for the best player in the NBA. Dylan Brooks needs to stop talking. But there is one truth in this world. Talk all you want when you win. And Dylan Brooks and the, the Memphis Grizzlies won last night. That was a huge problem. I look at the the loss by Miami. That series is over. Thanks. I mean, it, it is. And James Knight, if you are here, my friend, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. You can win without Giannis against that Miami Heat team. And it is, it is shocking to me that Miami fell apart. A Jimmy Butler-led Miami Heat team. And I don't know, it, it, Jake, is it is it a letdown? Is it, I, I I don't know what it was. Yeah, I just don't think there's any way around that it was. I mean, you know, when you don't have Giannis 138. playing. 138. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo did not play yeah. for the Bucs last night. And Milwaukee scored 138 points. <coughs> I said 138 <coughs> points without Giannis. Yeah. Is that is that 160 points with Giannis? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's just completely, um, you know, unacceptable it's mind-bending like it's not like there's no way around it i mean you can't you can't be in a series where the other team's best player doesn't play and you still That's give up right. 138 points and and i know that everyone's like oh my god you know miami doesn't have tyler hero but tyler hero is not a defensive savant he's not well, the reason that you gave up 138 points now would you make would you have scored more points with them yeah sure you can make that case but but my biggest problem with Miami has always been the defensive end. Bam Adebayo is just simply not good enough. You haven't lived up to it. You, I believe he won one, and now he's just chilling. And and that's really disappointing because while he's not as athletic as Giannis is, he is athletic enough to keep up with Giannis enough to slow him down. Like, but Bam's I, always been a disappointment. Yeah, well, at some point that's going to have to change. And, and what's really sad is Jimmy is this guy – that wakes up in the playoffs and is this amazing two-way player, might be the best two-way player in the league. And I, yeah. and I just am, it's just disappointing. That's what he's got to work with. It is disappointing. By the way, by the way, stop the presses. The tile king of Utah has arrived on the program. Teddy the Jet Wayman. Monty, my man. I took the Grizzlies yesterday. It was an obvious trap game. The Grizzlies were 33-17 and 17 without Ja the past two seasons. Is this the dagger? See? Teddy? Now, as much as I am jealous of the beard, Ted, Theodore, my man, there's not a chance in the world you thought, oh, you really thought the Grizzlies were going to win that game. Come on now. Get a fast pass for Douche Mountain because you're a douche. Tyler King also says a lot of people I know took the Grizzlies. So you're calling me stupid. Just take a dice and AC, okay? Just relax. It hurts. It hurts. You seem to be... No, I'm not doing it, Teddy. Nope. I'm not nope. doing it today. Nope, nope. Uh, Jacob DeLambo, Butler has wasted his talents. He needs a change of scenery. 
He needs to change the scenery. Fear the deer. There's my guy, James Knight. To be fair, Jake, the Bucks shot the ball at an outrageous clip. It is a historically good shooting night. Yeah, 25 threes, but, but ultimately... When you look they at the, shot they twenty five of forty nine, fifty one percent from three. Yeah. And why was that? Because Joe Schmingle Joe Schmingles looks. Joe Schmingles, dude, was five of six from three for seventeen <laughs> points. Uh Pat Connaughton, six of ten. What do you do today if you're Jay Crowder? Do you just quit basketball because you were 0 for two when the rest of your team um, when the rest of your team um, was twenty five of forty seven? Um, what does that tell you? Um, my God, Drew Holiday, four of 10, Bobby Portis had 13 points, three of four, Grayson Allen, the great tripper was four of eight for 16 points. Come on now. I agree. James Knight, true words have never been spoken. Jackson, J-A-X, you should just be Jax. Uh, how many people call you Jax? Uh, Jax said they win 66% without John, 60% with him. Yeah. Hey man, I'm with you. Ja uh, whoa, Big Dog O-Town, Jazz need to pursue Butler. Nah, too nah. far too far off the timeline. It's past the window. Yep. Uh, Jet Wayman says, LOL, yes, I truly did think you're dumb. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He said, yes, I truly did think the Grizzlies would win. Otherwise, I wouldn't have put cash down on it. <laughs> you know. You, I, I, listen, I think, and to your credit, yeah. because what did you say on the show yesterday? Ain't going to hey, be okay, Quagbro. The Grizzlies can win this game. Yeah. So you did say that. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it I, is, look, I, I, again, I, I'll be accountable. I didn't think the Lakers are going to lose the game. I, I thought it would be a tough fight, but ultimately that man. they would pull away and win by like, you know, two, three possessions. But but to lose, and frankly, for Anthony Davis not to be good last night, Ooh. it's just, I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the fact that Tillman is 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 having big nights against you is is... I mean, I don't mean to be too harsh, but it's kind of embarrassing. It's unthinkable. Like, like it's ridiculous. And and we we get amazing Anthony Davis like one out of four games. The problem is in yeah. the NBA, it's a seven-game series, so showing up one out of every four games isn't really going to get the job done anymore. Don't get me started on that. They need to trade Anthony Davis this summer. Yeah. Who wins the series, Lakers or Grizzlies? Man. That's tough. Say, dude. It's okay. The Grizzlies. Say, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> See, just when I thought you and I were vibing, vibing hello. Anyways, oh, the point is, shit. I think the Lakers are going to win the series. I tried to talk about vibing with my young offspring. Just Which when is, I thought, you know, just kind of weird. Yeah, because we never vibe. We we the only time you and I vibed is when you were boiling in the bag. No, we you're were, rolling. Shut your mouth. Then we were vibing. But my point is, we see the Lakers very differently. I see this LA Laker team as a championship contender. <coughs> in all seriousness, in the West right now, I think the Suns are number one. I think the Beam team is not number two. Dude, I'll throw this microphone. I'm on the Beam team. Why do you hate that so much? <laughs> I think with Kawhi, the Clippers were number two. Yeah, I think the Suns are one with Kawhi. The Clippers are number two. His his performance is just incredible. I think the Lakers are number three, and I think Beam Team's number four. I think Beam Team is close to the Lakers. Dude. I think Beam Team they doesn't have right experience. Yeah, Beam but Sabonis is going to bully AD, yeah, dude. But uh, but uh, see, 
And I'm glad you brought this up as we talk about the NBA playoffs on the Monty Show presented by Canyons Golf. Um, I look at this DeMontis Sabonis situation with Draymond Green. Yeah. Draymond suspended. Okay, cool. Let's not talk about that. <clears throat> but at what point do we start saying that DeMontis Sabonis is a dirty player? And how does Beam Team go about attacking the Warriors without Draymond Green? Because I agree with J.J. Redick. If you don't watch J.J. Redick's podcast, Old Man in the Three, you're dumb. J.J. Redick made a great point. They targeted Draymond Green repeatedly. And DeMontis Sabonis did not do much. And I think we can all agree that the boner, DeMontis Saboner, stay hard, has struggled. (laughs) He's not had prolific performances. Yeah. But why is that? Because, again, I think Draymond got him off his game. And now the entire media world is talking about the fact that DeMontis Sabonis was attacking Draymond Green and the officials weren't calling it. And again, I will just say, you look at the way officials have traditionally worked when stuff like this happens, all of a sudden the whistle starts blowing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden in Jet Wayman, if you, I would love to know if you agree with me on this, Tile King. Because you look at the way NBA officials call playoff games. They're not going to change their style until somebody embarrasses them. Yes. And now they got embarrassed, yes. right? Yes. yes. They got embarrassed. And I think, this is just my opinion, I think you are going to see that you're you're going to have a different game called. You're going to have a different game called. And I look at the I look at the the games in this series and I look at the names that have been that have been on on these games and you you cannot tell me Scott Foster is not going to be in in, in these games very soon. Yes. I yes. don't buy that at all. Yes. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. And look out for it. I I would agree. And and by the way, by the way, you you also look at Josh Tiven, the official Josh Tiven, not in this game. He's got the Lakers. Uh, he had the Lakers and Grizzlies last mm-hmm. night, right? So that's one guy. You look at the fact, watch the Sixers and Nets tonight. Watch the Sixers and Nets tonight because Tony Brothers, the official number 25, Tony Brothers is working that game. I think he is singularly <coughs> the worst official in the NBA. <coughs> and... You want to know what the NBA agenda is? Watch him tonight. Yeah. Because this is, and I, 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 again, on this show, we've talked about this repeatedly. I do not believe that officials win and lose you games, with the exception of Tony Brothers. Because I think Tony Brothers makes calls that don't exist. Yeah. They, they don't exist. And I think it is, it is, in my opinion, a travesty that Tony Brothers is still an official in the NBA. And you guys probably don't care about this, and you guys are probably thinking of making an idiot out of myself, but I am telling you right now, Tony Brothers will be a problem tonight. And don't take my word for it. Flip on the game, Sixers-Nets, and you watch. And it's not like it's not like he's making some bad call against Jimmy, the 19th guy off the rack. He's making bad calls on James Harden. He's, opposition. he's making bad calls on Joel Embiid. And my guess is, my guess is the NBA understands they can't have a sweep in this series yeah. because it's New York City, right? My guess is you are going to see the Nets get a hell of a lot of calls tonight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong on that at all. I, I think that, you know, almost all the time it's the calls they don't make. Not necessarily the ones they do, and I think that oh, it's always you know, it's it. That's exa- it, it is in the NBA. It's the one league 
where it's not the call that you make. It is the calls that you do not. Jackass. When you do not call DeMontis Sabonis running through Draymond Green's back, when you do not call DeMontis Sabonis, initially you did not blow the whistle when DeMontis Sabonis grabbed Draymond's leg. Yes. You didn't blow the whistle. That's why this happened. It's the calls you do not make. And it's these calls. Scott Foster, the other night in the Suns game. We're watching the Suns game together. Scott Foster waited to blow the whistle to see what would happen. And when a turnover occurred, then he blew the whistle and called a foul on the Suns. It is what it is. Dude, I'm telling you. Yes. It is. It's just the wrong way to go about it. And and I hate bitching bitching about officials. You know. I, I hate bitching about officials. I but do. But the problem is, is that, you know, going into the playoffs, the Lakers had this huge free throw discrepancy. And so everyone's like, oh, well, you know, they're 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 out to push the Lakers. And, you know, the Lakers are the team that the NBA wants to be the Cinderella story this year. You can make a really strong case. And I'm not just talking about the Draymond thing, that the league is out to get to get the Warriors. Yeah. And, and you look at... You know, the NBA reportedly sidelined referee Tony Brothers for a game after he called Mavericks guard Spencer Dinwiddie. Who now plays for yeah, Brooklyn. the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. And where is Tony Brothers? Oh, that's right. He's on the Sixers and Nets game. Yeah. Um, right? But, like, you look at the Warriors situation. Look at the Warriors situation. The new CBA. How hard the new CBA is on high-spending teams. You look at... You look at the calls that the Warriors are not getting oh against the Kings. I mean, and, and again, I, I, I am a Warriors supporter for sure. I really enjoy that team. I've been a Steph guy for a long no, time. No, are you I know, sure? I know it's, it's, it's breaking news that Jake is a Warriors fan. I know. But I'm not the only one saying, hey, like, I, like I've seen multiple people that I follow on Twitter being like, hey, I'm a Kings guy, but the Warriors should be getting some of these calls. But you, and, what did the NBA survey say? Yeah. So the annual NBA survey came out, and I want to say the athletic is the one who did it. They asked the players, what's the single biggest issue that the NBA has to address? What is the most egregious? What's the most dangerous issue for the NBA right now? Over, I think it was 80 something percent officiating. You know, because there are agendas, and it's, it, it's a problem. It, it is it is absolutely a problem, and I don't know how you fix it, because I feel like I feel like the NBA has an inordinate amount of powerful officials, guys Please. that guys that just yes, it, it just doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. It does not matter, and I think it's going to be very interesting to watch. Okay, enough of us, more of you. I know that we've been complaining about officials and whatnot. What are you guys' thoughts on NBA officiating? DeLambo says the NBA has their refs that do the dirty work for them. Tony Brothers has to be one. Has to be one. Michael Peck says uh, Draymond deserved the suspension unequivocally. You you can't let a guy who has a history of cheap cheap shots slide. My issue is not the Draymond suspension. It's the lack of punishment for DeMontis Sabonis. And Joe Dumars, the the authoritative czar of the NBA. Mm Mm-hmm. Straight up said, yeah, if he hadn't grabbed his leg, we wouldn't have had this issue. So you didn't punish him at all. He got a technical foul in the moment. You didn't punish him at all. And I'll remind you, they weren't going to blow the whistle against DeMontis Sabonis for grabbing his leg, Draymond's leg. They only called that technical foul after the review period. Yeah. So let's not sit here and be like, oh, well, the NBA officials were all over it. They weren't. (laughs) 
They weren't. And Joe <laughs> Dumars, that was a cop-out answer. Yeah. In my opinion, it was absolutely a cop-out answer. Um, already read that one. My bad. Brett Burnett says Green didn't uh, do anything wrong. He only stepped. But again, I, I, and we've talked about this, so I'm sorry if this is redundant for some of you. I don't necessarily have an issue with what Draymond Green did in the moment of, hey, I'm going to step on your chest or whatever you want to say he did. He got suspended because he ran around the court acting like a jackass, verbally abused people, and he's got a history of running around the court, being a jackass, and verbally abusing people. That's why he got suspended. Um, it, if um, it was just that one um, incident, he doesn't get suspended. Yeah. But it was all of these incidents rolled together. They had to. It's Draymond Green. You it's know. Ron Artest. It's Dennis Rodman. There's always one. And right now, it's, it's Draymond Green. I think he earned it just based on his... On his track record, that's a, that's the bottom line to me. Yeah, uh, Michael Peck, the uh, the officiating in the NBA is and has been a joke. Brent Burnett, officiating is bad and the NBA loves it. Uh, I don't know if I would say they love it. I don't know that I would say they love it. Gary, our resident Laker expert, the Lakers winning is better for optics for the league versus Phoenix winning. Um, optics. Money, certainly. More people will watch the Lakers versus anybody than yeah. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. I, I mean, those are awfully marketable players. Yeah. And Book having the game he had the other night, dude. Can he do it again? Well, but that's... that. What do I always say about Sex Machine? And those of you new to the show, Devin Booker's my guy. Him and Justin Herbert share a nickname, and it's Sex Machine. Okay? <laughs> my guy, Devin Booker... What did I tell you? 20 points or 20 shots, excuse me. Got to have 20 shots. Got to shoot 30% from three. And you got to score 30 points. Yeah. If Devin Booker does that, and he is the sex machine, the Phoenix Suns don't lose. Kevin Durant can play on one toe, and they will win. If Devin Booker takes 20 shots, shoots 30% from three, and scores 30 points. Yeah. I'm not asking for a lot in the NBA playoffs, man. Yeah. I'm not. That's the bar. What did he do the other night? Knocked it down. I think he shot 28 shots. I think he, he, he's, I know he scored 38 points. Yeah. And he was well over 30% from three. Yes. It's not Got rocket the job science. done, bro. Got the job done. It's not. Um, DeLambo says, Gobert freak out had me rolling last night. Well, Jake couldn't wait to... <laughs> Jake couldn't wait to be like, hey, bro, look, look, bro, look at my phone. Hey, guys, 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 my phone, my phone with Rudy, guys. Did you see that? Hey, did you see? Bro, did you see Kyle and Kyle Anderson? Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Going over to Rudy and saving him from himself. Ridiculous. Uh, Fear the Deer says the Sabonis grabbing of the leg didn't warrant an ejection. It warranted a fine. It warranted a fine. It was unnecessary, intentional. Yes. And again, it's what the NBA cannot do. They cannot say, well, you know, we went back and watched tape on Saboner and just he is being, because he's been a professional wrestler this entire series. But they don't call that. They don't blow the whistle. And then something like that happens. And James, I know you know better than this. It's not just that moment. That The biggest issue with the Sabonis non-discipline, there was no fine. None of that. None of that. You got your normal. He got a technical foul, so he got his 13 cent fine. Yeah. Right? He paid it in pennies because that's who's. No. Yeah. No, I'm not doing it. 
James, I am not going to fall into this argument with you tonight. I'm not. Just be happy. Chaboy. Chaboy. Joe Ingles knocked it down last night. Just live in that. Yeah. Just live in that. Josh Giddy's done for the year. Right? And soon. But no one's going to disrespect me. Joe Ingles will be too. I'm not afraid to die. Mike. <laughs> when I die, I'm going to paradise. James Knight's going to try and change that trajectory for me. <laughs> Mike Maples, how many other leagues do a last two-minute officiating report? That's how bad it is. They should stop doing that. Just stop telling me, well, okay, guys. Now, now listen. I know that there was that one play and shit, but look, in the last two minutes, Tony Brothers was eating a hot dog and pounding chicks in the hallway, and he <coughs> missed a call that he shouldn't have missed. <coughs> Our bad. <coughs> Well, hey, you guys going to rescind that technical foul and uh, give the Suns the win? No, no, no. That's not what I said. I just said, Tony. Thoughts and prayers, bro. He had a Philly back in the tunnel. That's what we do. <laughs> Why even release the last two-minute report? Yeah, no idea. In, in all seriousness. I, I, I mean, the, the, the only thing that can save the NBA and its officials is if they get to buckedup.com and use the promo code Monty. I mean, it's it's really straightforward. I mean, there's just no way around it. Again, I'm almost, I, I, I'm telling you, and I know it, it I, the pixie pump, dudes. Mm -mm -mm. Let it melt. Mm. Bless down. I'm telling you, the pixie pump is where it's at. Notice, for once, there's not a can of bucked up energy very intentionally. God bless. On the on the on the set, the showgram set, because we are using Pixie Pump today to prove a point. Yeah, it gives you energy. It gives you a perk yes, up, yes, and yes. it's got no stimulants in it. Get to buckedup.com right now. Do it. Buckedup.com. Promo code Monty. Just try the bot one box watermelon Pixie Pump. Use the promo code Monty to get twenty percent off at checkout, and I'm telling you, it'll change your life. Because you don't need caffeine, you don't need stimulants. All you need is that little, that little bit of extra that you get in the that powder. Kick. I pour it under my tongue, and I just feel more mentally alert. I feel more awake. I feel more energetic. And I'm telling you, man, that's what I love. Don't choke on it, uh, please. Well, that's what she said. Uh, the point is, the. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Stop, please. The point is. That the products from Bucked Up just work. BuckedUp.com. And don't take my word for it. Go and try. Here are three samples I would tell you to try. Go click the link in the description below. It says Bucked Up free samples and free shaker. Get their electrolyte IV samples. I love the electrolyte IVs. Mrs. Monty uses them every day, all day long. That's her whole jam from Bucked Up. She uses low stim. The white cans of bucked up energy. She uses the electrolytes when she works out. She loves them. Go get the free samples right now. Click the link. Customize your shaker. Get your free samples. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Yeah. All right. Talking NBA right now. Lopes Van Gabe uh, says, Draymond in the middle of something controversial. Who saw that coming? I know. I know. Shocking developments on the program, bro. I know. Fear the deer. Sabonis initiated the disrepute. Agreed, Monty. Okay, great. I appreciate that. Jeremy Callahan says we need a reset. Well, how do we need a reset already? It's only 4.30. Yeah, we're bro. only halfway like, through the show. Ain't no reset. 
Yeah, there ain't no reset. Come on now. Michael Peck, no it's, reset. it's Draymond and Brooks. The NBA is more entertaining with villains. I See, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Jet Wayman says, who do you think takes game three? I got the Kings by 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, are we going to do some Monty Makes You Money? Hey, Monty. Yeah, Monty Makes You Money. Uh, all right, let's start with Sacramento at Golden State. No Draymond Green tonight. 8 o'clock TNT. Golden State is minus six and a half. That means they're a six and a half point favorite. The over under the number on this game, which means the combined score of the two teams, mm -hmm. Vegas says 240 and a half. That's 120 points apiece. So if I said to you right now, without Draymond Green, how's the game going to change? It's going to get faster. And the thing that scares you is who steps in for Draymond Green? That's the one where you got to be like, oh boy. Yeah, I, you know, you got you know the sports centers of the world talking about how Kaminga is plus four points uh, for like he adds four more points a night when there's no Draymond. But I think the problem is is defensive, not offensive. That's the thing, and I don't know. Mm. Like Looney's obviously going to play Sabonis, but but you know where does Jonathan Kaminga fit into this game? Yeah, I don't know either. Because he hasn't been good. He played four minutes the other night. But you don't have another power forward. No. Um, I think, and, and I know if, you're, if you're a Warriors fan, you're going to hate this. Gary Payton and Jordan Poole have to play significantly more minutes. Yes. They, I, I don't know who you, my guess is you're going to start three guards. I mean, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's that or you, you start Lamb or, or Kaminga. Yeah. My guess is you'll start Kaminga. You'll go Kaminga, Kavon Looney, Wiggs, Curry, and Thompson. Yeah. And I think you're going to have a quick trigger on Kaminga. And I think you're going to put Jordan Poole in and you're going to try and win a shootout. That's the only thing that I can see happening. Yeah. So, number one, we're all taking the over on this game. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any doubt we're all taking the over. The question, though, is how much is Sacramento going to win by? I actually don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think this you game think will close. be... I think you're looking at something in the order of 124, 118. Okay. I think I think something like that. So it would go over. It, oh, I think, oh, it's going to go over. One of these two teams will score 120 points, potentially both of them. One of these two teams will score 120. I think it's, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Kings to win because I have no reason to believe the Warriors can beat them with or without Dre. Agreed. My only hesitation is it's at Chase Center. And they are markedly better at home. They're terrible. The, the Golden State Warriors, I don't know how many people realize this. The Golden State Warriors are the worst road team in the NBA. Efficiency-wise, scoring-wise, defense-wise. Everything. Defensive efficiency, the worst team in the NBA. They're much better at home. I think this is a tight game. I'm going over. I'm going to take the Kings to win. I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I, that's I, that's the bet you have to make tonight. I because I, I think it's the only way to bet this game. Yeah, I don't think the that only you way. can be betting Warriors minus six and a half. I just don't see that. That's I agree they're way better at home, but I just Sacramento's speed is what is is what is torching the Warriors and and all these turnovers from the Warriors too. So I'm sure I'll get all pissed off watching this game tonight, but I I, I have to agree with you. Um, Jet Wayman says, who do you think game three? He's got the Kings by 10. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think that you could easily see that. 
Well, I totally disagree with it, which is pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Well, you're taking the Kings, though. I am, but by 10. I mean, I, I don't know what the props are. What's the number? Um, I, I'd have to look. Let me get to DraftKings. Um, I'm curious what the DraftKings line on this game is at the... Let me look at Golden State. He's looking up the prop bets for Golden State. Dudes, I'm telling you, to get Sacramento plus 10 is minus 185. So that means Vegas believes pretty heavily that Sacramento could win by 10. Yeah. And there is not Sacramento by plus three and a half is plus 145. You're only getting any equity unless you you go Sacramento five and a half is plus 105. You got to go below that. So you'd have to bet the Kings by one to get 215. Um, I mean, Sacramento minus three, you can buy it down to minus three, 270 plus 270. I mean, is there anything plus 300? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kings minus four plus 320. I'd probably bet that. Yeah. So once you start getting into plus three, then you gotta start paying attention. So if you, you so here's how these numbers work. If I say the Kings are minus four and a half, that means they're a four and a half point favorite. If it's plus three thirty, okay. So the Kings are minus four and a half. That means they're favored to win by four and a half. So if you're gonna bet this bet, that means the Kings have to win by four, but essentially five points. They have to win by five points. If you do bet that they're plus 330 so if I bet a hundred dollars I'm gonna win 330 if they win by five points which is I think where I would go that's a number that I think I could deal with it's nice that's a number I think I could deal with yeah you know uh Mike Maples I always laughed at how quick Rashid Wallace got a whistle oh my god <laughs> and not to be like oh hey I'm big important guy Rashid and I have actually had this conversation multiple times and I don't know that he would even remember me, but I always call him Rashid Wallace. Uh, Rashid and I have had this conversation multiple times, and he will tell you that he believed during his career, he believed that there were over-unders. There were lines on him in the official pool. Like they bet, and I think, I hate to believe this is true. That's, I guess, the way I would put it. But there were heavy rumors in the late 90s, early 2000s that the officials as a group had betting pools um. where they would they would say, okay, hey, how many whistles tonight on, on Rashid Wallace? Um. 10, 7, 4. And they would, they would have a running pot on that. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard that multiple times. Is that true? I would like to think not. But I, I do believe I do, I do believe stuff like that happens. I, I, I completely believe stuff like that happens. Jackson Graham, Poole got the bag and got uh, complacent. He did. And I think he got very you know. confident. But again, now you saw your guy, Kyle Anderson and Rudy Gobert. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson was patting Rudy on the back, trying to calm him down in half court the other night, like hugging him. Hey, they seem to be past it. Yeah. You can't tell me that Dre and, and Jordan Poole are past it. Doesn't seem it. like it. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like 
Jordan Poole has forgiven Draymond for knocking him the F out. I don't even think it's that. I think Jordan Poole has never gotten over it himself. I think it has impacted the entire way that he has played. I think it has impacted his life on a dribble-to-dribble basis uh, in this season. Mm -hmm. I think he has tried to play mad. I think he has tried to play sad. And I just don't think he's out of his own head yet. And he's going to be that guy. You mark my words. 420, brah. Um, You mark my words. Please. Jordan Poole will do an interview and say, you know, man, in 2022-23, when Dre knocked me the fucking out at the facility, I never got over that. That's that right, next Dave. summer, I had to, you know, I was dealing with PTSD and I had to go to counsel. Like, it's going to be the Britney Spears, why'd you shave your head interview? <laughs> That's what this Jordan Poole will be. Dude. You mark my words. Okay. You mark my words. DeLambo, uh, could it be an easy L tonight if the Warriors come out cold? Absolutely. Yeah, could dude. Be. But what do I always say? And, and Jimmy Jack over here disagrees with me. <laughs> your guy, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. What, what do I always say? Guys that live and die on the jump shot, they die a lot more than they live, in my opinion. Now, Kevin Durant seems to have turned that around. I'm still waiting for the moment. But look at Sex Machine, Devin Booker. That's a guy, when it's on, it's on. When it's lit, he's always good in the mid-range. When he's on from three, forget it, the Suns are unbeatable. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly, dilly. How often is he on from three? Yeah, that's the tough part. And I think, you know, the other thing with, with you know, Book and KD is that they get a lot of their points from the mid-range. And that mid-range shot is usually a pretty high percentage, so it only takes them a couple to find that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. Because I barely. like to say just saying, just barely. Uh, Jackson also says, Steph going to pop off. Well, what no, he, no, no. Listen, what he does in his private life is none of my business. I mean. Business. In his private. See, but that, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. I get Mapes. it. I always laughed at how quick Rashid Wallace. I read that one. Brent Burnett. Splash Brothers going to crush it. Just watch and see. Right. Hey, man. Lock up your girlfriends, right? Kings by 15 or 20, Gary? Bro, Gary, what, dude? Can I have some of what you're smoking, dude? I mean, I I, I don't know where you get off on Kings by 15 or 20. What is it with you? Is it because you had a hot date last night? By the way, real quick, side note on Jake's dating life. I said to Jake, why are you guys always hanging out at your house? Because my bed's more comfortable. Well, Hey, Jake, what are you guys doing tonight? Ah, oh, we're going to watch some TV. And Why are you always hanging um, out at your place? Because um, my bed's um, more comfortable. Um, um, he's an assassin. That was his answer to me. Kitty cat gym. juices is not all over the place. Yes. <laughs> that downstairs kitty cat is not yours to have, okay? Thank you. You have uh, to check it before <laughs> you wreck it. We're on the treadmill yesterday morning was cardio day, right? Like Wednesday morning's always cardio for us. So we're doing 30 minutes of cardio. What do you bitch? Let's be honest. You'd rather watch Tony Brothers be an official. It's miserable. Um, and I'm like, why do you guys always hang out at your house? Well, bed's more comfortable at my place. <laughs> have you been in her bed? No. Okay. But I just have an elite setup. <laughs> That's not what she said. Well, Jackson said 37 for Clay in the second quarter. Oh, please. All right. Uh, Brent Burnett. Intramurals, brother. Do not encourage Jake putting things in his mouth. Wow. Wow. Relax. Wow. Uh, Jet Wayman, uh, the Tile King of Utah. The Kings are the best road team in the West. Don't disagree. But this is the playoffs and it's Chase Center. I'm willing to give the I'm willing They're to give the tap oh, kit. Man, it's a it's a must win. I'm I'm willing to give the tap kit. The hello. Hey, hello. The hat tip to the to the Warriors. You Let's see to. who they are. Tonight we find out. The Tonight we find out. Cap. Are they gonna lay down? 
Are they going to lay down? This could be that game. Well, let's find out how Bob Myers is going to end his career as the, the best executive in the NBA for the Warriors. Crying like a little girl. Bob Myers, who has been the architect of this unequivocal dynasty in Golden State. Yeah. Doesn't have a contract and probably isn't coming back. You know. Uh, fear the deer. I think Steph will miss Draymond offensively. He contributes to getting him open. He does. And he runs the, he runs the so, fast break better than just about anybody. James, you're having a pretty good day, huh, bud? You're having a good day. I mean, I, I'm not sure that I've ever seen you have a positive comment about Draymond Green. Or me, ever. And he's had both. James Knight, by the way, if you guys don't know, my guy Fear the Deer is all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Let's go, baby. Hope it's good in Melbourne, Australia this morning. How's the view? Mapes, Draymond's value is directly tied to his specific role with the uh, Allie and Steph as teammates, Clay and Steph as teammates. I totally disagree. I think Draymond Green, are his numbers inflated because he played with Steph and Clay? Sure. But did they make him the guy that grabs the ball off the rim and runs down the floor and throws the perfect pass in pocket? Do you guys watch? Have you ever? Go back sometime on YouTube. Watch the Draymond Green Warriors run the break where he runs right down the middle of the floor. Watch his passes right in the pocket for Steph. Yes. It, I mean, it's not an accident. Draymond Green, he's not that dude anymore. In his prime, Draymond Green was the best point guard in the NBA. And I know it sounds crazy. And people are like, oh, hey, look, fat ass. He's kind of a bigger power forward. Okay. Pipe down. When, when Draymond Green grabs a rebound, there is nobody in the modern era of the NBA who pulls that ball off the rim and runs down to start the break. Yeah. Notice I didn't say outlets it to start the break. Because what do most guys do? Let me get the rebound and find the point guard. Yeah. What does Draymond do? Let me get the rebound and get myself to the center logo so that we can get an open look for three. Yeah. Because notice, and we talk about this with, with LeBron all the time. Yeah. LeBron's bad on the ball. The Lakers are much better when he's off the ball. The, the Golden State Warriors don't win championships with Steph Curry on the ball. What do we know about Steph. Throw that dude in a blender and let him lose some dude through a screen yeah. that he ran 71 times on the baseline and let him pop out to the corner where Draymond Green sets a screen and just hands it to him. Yeah, Steph lets the three go and then turns his back and celebrates. But that's not possible if it's Rudy Gobert. If it's any other power forward that doesn't have point guard skills, it's not possible. Yep. yep. Is, he, is he an a-hole? Yeah. Yes. Does he punch his teammates in the face? He yeah. does. Do I like Draymond Green? Not particularly. Do I respect his game? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You don't have to like him. You got to respect him. Because he's earned it. better myself. He's earned it. No, you couldn't have. I'm more talented than you. Jacob DeLambo. you're offended by that. Come on. What do you want me to say? That was awesome. What am I supposed to say? Uh, Steph scores 45 tonight, 27 from Clay. I think Clay is having a, a wonderful, wonderful run here. Yeah. I think, by the way, this could also be the last couple of games Clay plays with the Warriors. Because they're never going to trade Steph. They will nah, trade Clay. He's a lifer. Yeah. Uh, Lopes fan gave math is hard. That's why I don't do sports betting. Well, there you go. Uh, Jackson Graham says Tim Donaghy. What yeah, about him? Legend. Yeah, he's been on our show multiple times. Uh, Kay Nuren, the Kings will put them away in five games. I tend to agree. Okay. Jax says they don't play like they are uh, past it. They don't. They don't at all. 
I totally agree. Sebesta, it's waterproof. Handles soaking better. Could be. Could be. Okay. Riley O'Brien, how the heck are you? The best RV salesman in the in the world. This is super random, but given the date, do you remember, Monty, where you were when you got word on the tragedy at Columbine? Yes, I do. Feel for those who lost damn. loved ones on this I mean, day why, in 1999. Dude, why do we have to get all serious with it, bro? Like, damn. I do remember where I was. And I was, oof, dude, living in Los Angeles. Yeah, I remember where I was. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought we were going to go 420 on me, dude. I didn't think you were going Columbine. Yeah, dude. Like, appreciate the sense of Damn, dude. We were on a roll here. Geoff, Gary talking, taking full advantage of 420. Yeah. Can we just, let's talk about getting lit. I don't want to think, no Columbine. Geoff, shout out to the Blaze Pizza. I mean, Mobamba. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Give me some Mobamba. Let's go. Or, hello. Shout out to Mobamba. Thank you. Uh, there's plenty of toast for all the butter. Jake, is your mystery girl Michelle Bodkin? No. Andrea Urban? No. Mary Lou's cook? No, Mary Lou's is like a sister to us. Uh, Holly Rowe? No. Ooh. No. No, no, no. Uh, Richard Tracy, Michael Penix Jr. knows whereof you he speaks. Okay. Hey, what? Oh, listen, man. It's 420. And I, and hey, if that's your if that's your groove, knock it out, dude. Hey, man, Sparky never had a bad day. Sean Mirzinski, god damn. Where you been, dude? That's like saying Shaq's value relies solely on Kobe. Exactly. Exactly. Fear the deer. I'm coming around to the hate respect thing with Draymond. Damn right. Appreciate you, bro. Riley O'Brien, the uh, downer Debbie of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Riley, uh, new sales tactic. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be uh, chill out, low key guy. Yeah. So R- Riley O'Brien sells <laughs> RVs, right? And in all seriousness, a phenomenal sales yeah, professional. Yeah, he is really actually good. At you it. want a guy that's on top of his game? You want an RV? You want a you know fifth wheel, a trailer, whatever you need? Yeah. Riley O'Brien. He's on top of it like Draymond, you know. So Riley O'Brien's like, yeah, this is a beautiful diesel pusher. Uh, Nothing. <laughs> He's on top of it like Draymond. Nothing. He's on. <laughs> well, but Draymond Green was on top of your mom. Oh! I'm kidding. Um, sorry, please continue. Look, I'm trying to make a funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Which is better than making a stink. <laughs> anyway, the point is, uh, Riley O'Brien's like, yeah, this is a beautiful diesel pusher. Look at these leather seats. And you know, speaking of leather, you guys remember Columbine? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Love you, Riley. Riley's my guy. He says, I didn't mean to get all deep and serious. Whoa. Fucking America. What's your dating life got to do with this dude? Like, for instance. Good Lord. Um, Riley said, my bad. Uh, I love y'all. I just uh, love Monty's (laughs) stories and career moments. 1999, I was in Los Angeles working for the great Chick Hearn. Uh, Gary says, Jake was in there like like swimwear. (coughs) <coughs> okay were, were, were you in there like swimwear i don't know i i, I don't know what you guys are talking about oh magnums can't i i can't confirm or deny you know uh clinton weaver isn't july 30th a big day for pack news san diego state has to inform that no it's not it's not uh jet wayman didn't realize it was 420 thanks for the reminder now i know what to do while watching the games tonight <laughs> 
Anything that I can do yeah. to help you take a little stress off. You know what, Michael Peck? Stop. Kings plus 210 money bet. Where are you getting the Kings plus 210? Yeah, where are you getting Kings plus 210, bro? I don't know where you're getting the Kings plus because the money line ain't Kings plus 210. I can tell you yeah, that. Yeah, the money. the Oh, well, FanDuel. FanDuel has Kings plus 215. At what? Uh, my, uh, plus six and a half. Well, okay, they're going to win by six and a half points. Everybody here says they will. Yeah, I feel like that. Man, dude. DraftKings has the Kings at plus six and a half for minus 115. Good luck. Good luck, dude. I'm telling you. That's tough, bro. Um, I, I, again, will tell you, uh, first basket props, I think you have to go Steph Curry tonight. Plus 500. Plus 500. Why would you not? For Steph, I think you have to. I think you have to. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely have to. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jeremy Callahan says, Oh, what the heck? Epic Kings by 30. Yeah. You know, f- like full send and everything. Full you know? send Billy. Yeah. You know dilly, what I'm saying? Dilly, dilly, we'll go full dilly. send. You guys were 13 likes away from 200. You know, the goal every show we've had over 3000 views today. We'll hook it up. Let's go. 13 yeah, likes. Done. If you get haven't hit done, the like button, by the way, welcome to all of our 13 new members. Let me pull it out Thank here. You. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you to everybody who's joined the show today. Jackson says, you're good, Riley. Happy you're here. We're all happy he's here. Yeah, he knows we're messing with him, dude. You know. Yeah, he knows. We're all happy when he's there. You know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Let's see. Fear the deer. Uh, Jake ain't just doing cardio Wednesdays, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. You know. Lopes fan Gabe Columbine. Jeez, let's lighten things up a bit. Did you guys know 420 was also Hitler's birthday? Jeez. What is happening to this show? We really have to go. No H-bombs. No no H-bombs. Stop it. Stop it. All right. Uh, Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour on the Monty program. Football at 50 is always presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. All right. What do you guys make of this situation with Mac Jones? Because again today, more rumors, rumors and innuendo that Mac Jones will be traded by the New England Patriots. You Mac Jones fan or no? I think he's good. I I think that the struggle for Mac Jones has been that he's had a defensive head coach. I think if you put him, dude, if Mac Jones was in Brock Purdy's position, they're probably, you know, winning Super Bowls, dude. Like, if you play in a good system and you're capable, you're going to do really well in the league. And I just think that a Bill Belichick offense is probably not great. That said, you know, you made some hires and you've done some things. And unfortunately, they're still going to trade you. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I like the guy, but they clearly don't. I think Mac Jones has the potential to be an elite quarterback. I think he needs a change of scenery. And I don't know how the Oakland Raiders that are now playing in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium don't make the phone call. Yeah. Because Josh McDaniels clearly saw something there. Matt Patricia, by the way, hired as a defensive uh, specialist with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles today. I think it was a fantastic hire. Yeah. I'm telling you, Mac Jones has a chance to be absolutely elite. And I think that... You have to find a way. If, if you're New England, I would not trade him. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to trade him, I think you got to find a way to get him to uh, Las Vegas because I think Josh McDaniels is where he belongs. 
Jeremy Callahan says, Mac Jones legit? Yes. I agree. Dustin, Matt Patricia to the Eagles? Yes. I agree. Uh, 100%. By the way, one other thing real quick. Did you guys do you guys realize that the Washington Commanders have still not picked up the option on Chase Young? Nope. Would you pick up his option? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. I think I probably would. The injury was a big deal. But but did you guys also hear about the, the odd like the Commanders just can't get out of their own way like this this deal with their what's he, not Thomas Davis maybe it was Thomas Davis the yeah, former think, Duke basketball player yeah Thomas Davis is trying to buy the Washington Commanders and there's just no way for him to do that other than to do weird interviews on the radio in Washington D.C. Brian Davis. Brian Davis. Thank you. Where he's talking about, you know, how his money comes from white people and Italians. The quote is, "My money comes from white people who are Jewish, Italian, and Sicilian." Dude, what are we doing? What are we doing with this guy? Yeah, it, it's bizarre. I'm telling you right now, it's bizarre. Not any more bizarre than this. You're off the field right now. This is the Antonio Brown, who's an owner in an arena football team. And he's getting kicked off the field, and he's not happy about it. Yeah, so the issue here is that the security guard is doing his job, but doesn't realize that AB is is an owner of the team. And when I say he's an owner of the team, he owns 47% of this arena football league team. And... And things escalate here, as you can see, and AD or AB is like, hey, make me get off the field, yada, yada, yada. And I just saw this, and I was like, here we go again. AB is getting in trouble. What do you know? Same deal. I don't understand it. Like, you just need to tell him, hey, I own the team. But he won't do it. And he just, I, I, why are some dudes very simply just likes to fight guy? Yeah, he just is, and I think that, you know, at the end there, he was he made some references. He was like, I, I own the team, but it was after they had kind of gone back and forth and the moment it kind of happened. Like, it just is dude, what it is, dude. Stop. Yeah. He's a huge problem. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I just, he's one of those guys where I'm like, dude, I, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you. Yeah. Because you're never... You're never getting out of the way on that. No, you're, you're not. You're never getting out of the way on that. Uh, football 50, 10 to the hour, every hour, presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Don't you dare forget about the marinara meatball. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered in tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Um... Okay, use the promo code. Great. Did we get porch pirated, Jake? What do you I'm mean? looking at my um I am looking at my ring doorbell. Uh-huh. And some homie walked up and took something off our porch. 
And I can't tell what it is. Damn. I hope we did not get porch pirated. This is why ring doorbells are terrible. If you if you have you know it listen, dude. If you have alerts from your ring doorbell camera on your phone, you should turn them off. Because I'm telling you right now, it never ends well. Uh-huh. It just never ends well. Every time I look at them, I'm like, dude, and I think we got porch pirated. Well, um, is he taking, did he take a package away? It looks like it, but it's, it's, he did it really fast, which makes me believe that we did get porch pirated, which is terrible. Yeah. Cause, uh, I believe you had your golf club sent to my house. Did you not? I don't know. Did I? I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure you did, but we'll see. Yeah, but you're not. Yeah, but you would have seen if he had taken golf clubs. I did, but yeah, I think I would have. I think I would have. Are porch pirates the the scourge of the earth? Yes, yes. I think there are. Let few... me get this right. You're gonna go into a neighborhood that you wish you lived in, and you're gonna steal all the packages off everyone's porches. Under I'm the guys that they can afford to replace that product. Yes, and C. Lopes fan gave exactly right. What good are ring doorbells so you can watch yourself get robbed? All gas, no brake. It is the worst thing in the world. And I just, man, I'm telling you, porch pirates, there are, we chased a guy in Phoenix who stole all of our patio furniture right off our front porch one morning at four o'clock. Yeah. Like chased him down the street. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't, I don't. Mm. Yeah. I hate that. I, yeah. Do you guys have ring doorbells in the comments section? Do you have ring doorbells? NY Monty fan, you stud. Good to see you, my favorite New Yorker. Our porch pirates be plundering. Exactly right. Truck stop gummy with the pirate flags. Uh, Michael Peck says, on my way to Vaza, the watermelon bucked up is so good. What am I telling you guys? Hey. What am I telling? Watermelon bucked up. Watermelon is amazing. And I'm telling you, Get the bucked up pixie pump. Uh, it, it absolutely works. Yeah. Uh, Sebesta, porch pirates and meth monkeys, usually an overlap between the two. Bro, meth monkeys? So, well, <laughs> but you remember our P90X story in, oh, in, yes. in Huntington oh, Beach. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We were the all. Kahanas on these two. We were all shacked up together in Huntington Beach, and we were doing P90X. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Me, Mrs. Monty, and my sister-in-law are doing P90X, and we hear, like, something outside. And, you know, we're getting our sweat on, and this is when I had, like, a 71-pack, um, you know, and, like, um, that never happened. I, I made that part up. But anyway, I was in tremendous shape, and I went outside, and we saw these people with their ass hanging out of my neighbor's Ford Explorer. Because they had broken the window and dove in there to get loose change. So we run down the driveway. They get in their car and my sister-in-law is just screaming their license plate out loud. While my wife is on the phone calling the police. And like we're just watching this whole thing unfold, right? And the cops later catch them because the license plate went back to a car rental place. The car rental place, they went and swapped the car out. Because they didn't want to be driving that license plate around anymore. Mm -hmm. That led the cops to a hotel. They had a, a hotel room full of stolen merch. They were addicted and they were homeless. Bro. 
Brutal. craziness. Brutal, dude. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, my ring doorbell seems to miss people at my porch by somehow, but somehow manages to catch trucks going down the street and dogs walking down the sidewalk. It makes me crazy. <laughs> it absolutely makes me crazy. Um, let's see. All the uh, plenty of toast for all the butter says. I remember the account Porch Pirate. Fun times. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Uh, New York Monty fan. Well, there are Laker fans. So, yeah, Porch Pirates are the second worst. Wow. Wow. Geoff, I love my ring notification. Showed me when my little boy couldn't um, make back in the house to pee and just let it go on the lawn for the whole block to see. <laughs> what now? Oh, let my God. Are you kidding? So, you're okay. Have Are we going to do this now? How many of us, by by a raising of your hands, how many of us have peed outside? Like in your backyard? How many of us? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. How many of us have just been too lazy to just go inside and use the bathroom? Having fun is the name of the game. I mean, I would never do such a thing <laughs> once. Like, I've only done that about 50 times. Yeah, dude. Who has not done that? I mean... Does that make me a terrible person? That doesn't make you a terrible person. Not at all. I mean, you know, we all know how it goes. You're all just trying to kill some weeds out there, right? In the backyard. It's not like I'm in the front yard. I'm in the back... In my fenced backyard. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling like going up the stairs. Yeah. I'm not feeling like going up the stairs. Not this time. Have you you done that before? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You have. Okay. Yeah. Before we get NBA breaking news, um, Jackson says, who hasn't peed outside? Have you peed off a cliff? I have in Hawaii. Yes, I have. Yeah. Jeremy Gallahan says, peed outside? That was yesterday. Come on. Truck Stop Gumby says, who hasn't? Seriously. And my Monty fan says, guilty. Uh, country boy here all the time, Dustin says. Lopes fan gave America's funniest uh, videos would have gone off air years ago without ring footage. Seriously. Okay. Truck Stop Gumby says, I peed in a BART station once. You did not. Stop. Uh, Plenty of Toast says, I peed in the backyard when I was locked out coming home from school. Okay. Okay. Hey, man. Got to do what you got to do. Geoff says, you guys don't pee behind your favorite tree in the backyard when you're doing yard work? Weird. Yeah. You do. See, Kaufman, I live on a farm, so sometimes I don't have a choice. Okay. Ken Hone raises his hand. Jackson says peeing off a clip is top tier. <laughs> David Sebesta, <laughs> I peed across state lines. St. George, just off Route 7 exit. I like it. I like it. Uh, Rick Olson, who has peed their pants? Oh, one time I did Once, that. Once, as a kid. One time I did that. One time. Uh, nearly met truck stop Gumby nearly missed the third rail Raptor 88. My guy, what's up? Uh, done it plenty of times in the front and backyards. Wow. Your mama hillbillies. Wow. That's, that's brave. Canyons golf as always presents all of our NBA news on the Monty show, including breaking news that Boston Celtics guard, Malcolm Brogdon. Yes. What did I tell you? I am brilliant. Has won the 2022, 2023 NBA Sixth man of the year award. What's wrong? Why has it got to be Malcolm Brogdon, dude? Like, well, one because I said yeah. it would happen. Okay, fuck you. Because I said it would happen. But what's wrong with Malcolm Brogdon? He's cool, I guess. I don't know. Who else would it have been? Malik Monk. Oh come on! Now all of a sudden you're on the beam team. 
No, I was on the Malik Monk train when he was a Laker. Okay. I'm telling you that um, there is no Brogan's question in solid. my mind. I'm not saying he's not worthy. It's just I'm so tired of the Celtics. I think I think you look at you look at the way that Malcolm Brogdon played. I think Malik Monk third, Emmanuel quickly certainly I think you have to give some love to Russell Westbrook. Now, should he have won the sixth man of the year? No, certainly not. But don't yeah. you have to recognize his contribution? Yes. Coming off the bench for the Lakers and, you know, the Clippers. Well, I think and, his resurgence as a Clipper has really kind of been a bad look for the Lakers. But Well, but who's the sixth man for the, the Lakers most of the time until recently? Reeves. Austin Reeves. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think Malik Monk's not a bad name, but Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, on the best team arguably in the NBA – yeah, being the sixth man of that team and being a really good sixth man. Yep, I think it's awfully difficult to not give it to him. You know, like I, I don't, but that's just me. Yeah, you know, uh, fear the deer says we have a Saudi stooge tournament uh, on down here this weekend. Oh, do you really live golf is in Australia? That's right. I forgot about that. Yes, uh, Gary. I couldn't find the bathroom as a kid and peed in the Kmart fitting room, <laughs> bro. Gary. How did we get here? You're a sinner. How did we get here? You're a dirty sinner. <laughs> you should on, go to man. more betters. Uh, we are one like away from 200. Yeah, Somebody on, bang it. it. Let's go. Um, let's see. Um, Gigaddy Giggity says Mac Daddy Disaster. Uh, okay. Okay. I mean, listen, I I mean, no. nobody's, nobody's shaming you for that. Gary says laughing. <laughs> Uh, I have peed outside. I have Many never. Times. I've never peed in. I've done other things in the dressing isn't room. That, isn't that? Isn't that the greatness the of like camping and stuff? Peeing outside. Yeah, but you also peed in your toy chest when you were a kid. Yeah, but I did that out of spite because I didn't like my my people at that time, and that you weren't around at that time. No, I wasn't. You didn't. You didn't know my circumstance, man. You know, I. You know, like yeah, not my fault. Idiot. I had to retaliate. I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> so Jake, when he lived with his stepdad. Jake put army men on the floor outside his, his mom and stepdad's door. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. And then promptly peed in his toy box. Mm -hmm. To which their response was, you'll take that outside and hose it off. In my toy box, I, my room was on the upper level of the uh, house. Domicile. So that toy box was full. <laughs> I dragged that thing Bro. down the stairs yeah. and... Dude, breaking MLB news, Scherzer suspended 10 games. Wow. Is that and right? Fined for violating prohibitions on foreign substances yesterday. Wow, this is a big story. Did you guys hear yesterday? Max Scherzer, we were talking about this. Dude. Max Scherzer yesterday got ejected and threw an absolute tantrum. An absolute tantrum against an umpire. Yeah. The umpire said, you need to go change your glove. It's too sticky. Then he came out with a new glove, and the umpire said, you need to go wash your hands. They're too sticky. And he kept yelling at the umpire that it was rosin and sweat, which is what most people now, because you can't use spider tack or stick them. So guys now are using rosin and sweat for better grip on the baseball. One thing leads to another. Him and the umpire get into it. He gets ejected. After the game, Scherzer was not cool about it. Well, apparently MLB sided with the umpire because he got a 10-game suspension today. Yeah, Phil Cuzzy. 
who is a well-respected umpire. Um, Max Scherzer suspended 10 games. Two starts. What did they find him? Um, I don't know. It didn't hold on one sec. It didn't say. That's incredible. Yeah, let me see. If Max, if Max Scherzer is suspended ten games, yeah. Not only is 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 he getting a fine, but you, I mean, you're losing the yeah ten games undisclosed fine for violating the policy on foreign substances. Which, this feels heavy to me, dude. Yeah, I don't love this. Uh, 10 games for a starting pitcher, though, is two starts. So, really, you're suspending him two games. Um, yeah, I don't I don't love this at all. I think that rules are rules. And clearly, you know, Phil Cuzzy, the video is all over the place. You can go find it. But Phil Cuzzy really made wow. a big deal about just how sticky it was on Max's glove and on his hand. And Phil Cuzzy Ooh. even went as far as to say that he had not seen or felt a substance that sticky in a live-action baseball game before in all his years of umpiring. So what I find so interesting about this, though, is that we're not ejecting guys most of the time. Scherzer got ejected, but most of the time now, they're not ejecting guys. They're having guys wash their hands in the tunnel. And for those of you who don't know, there's an off-field uh, umpire in the tunnel that represents Major League Baseball and all these things. So you got to go down there with that official, wash your hands, get checked, come back out. And they just made a whole issue of this. And I just don't understand how we got to 10 games. That feels heavy, man. Well, let me put this graphic up for you guys because a statement and an explanation has been... Let go by Major League Baseball. And this might explain why he got a heavy penalty. The umpires after the game, so Scherzer gets ejected. After the game, both umpires reported difficulty removing the substance from their own hands for multiple innings afterward. Consistent with the official baseball rules, the umpires then appropriately ejected Mr. Scherzer from the game. I'm sorry, did you say the umpires couldn't get that shit off their hands for multiple innings? Yeah. See, that feels a little different to me than, hey, it's rosin and sweat. Yeah. Because rosin and sweat is not hard to get off your hands. Mm -hmm. Who do you side with here? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to side with Major League Baseball on this one just because of what they're reporting and just how sticky it was because that's kind of the main point. Hey, if it's rosin and sweat, that rosin and sweat will wash off in seconds. I mean, it's not like it's some long winded thing and you need all this no, stuff. Uh, like, my guess is that's pine tar that he I would guess. I'm guessing that's strictly a guess having been around major league baseball for 20 years a lot of pitchers have pine tar especially when you rock a black glove a lot of pitchers will put a very fine layer of pine tar on one of traditionally it's the thumb which is you know if you have a glove on your hand your thumb there's a big leather thing yeah, yeah. And you're going to put a fine layer of, of pine tar on there because if you throw it and the umpire looks at it, it's not abnormal to have pine tar in a baseball. But it helps the ball move and it helps them grip it better. Yeah. So I, I, this is, this is interesting But what's interesting is if they thought he was cheating, they would have levied a much heavier penalty on him. So only giving him 10 games, it's kind of like you're, you're proving a point. Well, but I also feel like you needed to prove a point. Yeah. I think you needed to prove a point. Yeah. And I, mm, yeah, I have a problem with this, dude. Like, I think this is, 
this is a wreck. And I think I wonder, and again, this is just my opinion, I wonder how much of this is because of his post-game tirade. And I have to think it's it's yeah, at least partially be. I think it's at least at least partially because of that. Yeah, it could be. That Max Scherzer is now suspended. Breaking news out of Major League Baseball. Mets pitcher Max Scherzer suspended 10 games for using a foreign substance. Geoff, uh, our resident baseball fan on the show, two starts isn't the end of the world, though. No, and he's an older pitcher that's had arm trouble. Um, so you would, I would agree the rest isn't going to kill him, but he's a competitor. And by the way, they need him. Uh, Dustin says, Mad Bum DFA'd by the D-backs. Well, did you see that? Yeah. Mad Bum was pitching for Arizona and making a ton of money. They're eating a bunch of his salary. $34 million. $34 million. And he has not been good. Let's be honest about one thing. He's, yeah. He has got a 5-2-3 ERA over 69 starts. Um, they have paid <coughs> him $52 million, I think was the number. He's not been good for them. Um, he's got a current ERA of 10.26. <laughs> he's been bad. He got into a huge dust-up with Wilson Contreras. Yeah. The trader that is the also the catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's a, a dirty, dastardly trader. Dust-up. Because he went from the Cubs to the Cardinals. It's ridiculous. I mean, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's really despicable. It's actually a really good player. Swings and misses at a mad bum fastball and actually fouls it back, excuse me. And he did that thing where he swung really hard and he was like, oh my God, I missed it. Like, I'm going to, I should have crushed that pitch. And mad bum was not happy about that. Cursed yeah. at him, yelled at him, called him. that motherfucker. Yeah, called him terrible names. Yeah. And that did not go over well. A lot of people were pissed he did that. He's been a bad pitcher. He's been a headache and a problem. And yes. the, the Arizona Diamondbacks DFA'd him today, which means designated for assignment, which is to say, hey, you can take a demotion to AAA or we'll release you. He's going to ask for his release because his contract is guaranteed. They have to pay him. Yeah. And my guess is, what did you say in the pre-show meeting? He's today? probably going to go to the Rangers because Bruce Bochy manages the That'd Rangers. That'd be my guess. That'd be my guess. Um. So I say... More power to you, but I say go get it if you can get it. Yeah, and I I don't have any I don't have any problem with it. I think Madison Bumgarner does have nothing left to prove, and I wish him the best. Mm -hmm. But that is the reddest ass on the planet. Yeah, that guy is absolutely. Um, he runs hot. That's a nice way of saying it. By the way, the Angels uh, also today clarified their position on Shohei Otani. They said there is a 0% chance they will trade him. You like it? You hate it? What do you think? <laughs> There's a 0% chance we're going to trade Shohei Otani on April 20th. May 20th, Buddy's going to be on another team as their ace, and they're going to be starting their playoff run five months early. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think of it. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't just... Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Uh, Dave uh, Albertson, it sounds a, a little gross sticking on an umpire's hands. It, it, you know, Truck Stop Gumby says tree sap. Ooh, not good. Um, everybody's asking us to talk about it. We'll use Michael Peck. How about the Vegas A's? Well, all I'm telling you is, and for all of our fans and friends in Salt Lake City, you don't deserve a baseball team. And I know this is not going to be a popular opinion. 
The A's are moving to Vegas. We talked about we've been talking about it for a while. Talked about it openly yesterday. You knew they were gonna. They, you knew they were gonna say that they were gonna do that today. They officially bought land uh, with Station Casinos. They're gonna build a stadium, and they're gonna get they're gonna get taxpayer money to do it, and they're gonna move to Las Vegas. And you cannot have a team in Las Vegas, a team in Denver, and a team in Salt Lake City. There's only so many baseball fans that go around. Yeah, and we are not we are not in an era where everybody's got endless money. I don't believe that a baseball team would thrive in Salt Lake City. I don't. The B, it's not like the bees get unbelievable support. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been at games where you can buy the worst ticket and sit in the best seat because nobody else is sitting in that seat. Yeah. And I, with all due respect, this is this is a hockey town. I think an NHL team here would dominate. Would dominate. But I'm also the guy who says Denver's too close. I think if you're a if you're a lower level sport like the NHL, Denver's too close to Salt Lake City. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I would more rather see them go to again. But now you got Seattle. Yeah. But a Portland, I would rather see them go. Like if the NHL is going to expand, I would stay out of the Southeast. But Salt Lake City is not my first choice because then again, you're going to have Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, and Denver. There's not enough people to go around to thrive yeah. with three teams. And Denver and Vegas are going to thrive no matter what. What do you think that does for Salt Lake City? Interesting. I'm, I just don't believe that it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think an NHL team would do great here. You know, I think that, um, you know, the Jazz do really well. But this is a basketball and football town, clearly. But I wonder, I mean, I, I do think that at some point we're going to get another professional team it, because someone wants to test the water. Someone wants to say, okay, you know, Vivin's constantly sold out or Delta Center now is constantly sold out mm-hmm. and and Rice Eccles is constantly sold out. Yep. So what is, you know, what is, a, you know, what does a ballpark do? A, a, a lower end, you know, 35,000 seat ballpark. Don't, don't build a 50,000 seater. Build a thirty-five thousand seat ballpark, sell it out regularly, and see what you can do. Uh, I think the other thing that no one's talking about is that is that um, you know expansion is inevitable in pro sports. So at some point, I would agree it it has to happen, even if it is true that Salt Lake isn't necessarily a baseball town or whatever sport town. Somebody's going to try to do it, and yep. and I the A's thing. I don't know if the A's thing hurts Salt Lake. I think the A's wanted to go to a no doubt about it, no brainer situation because they're in a situation that's been muddy water for 20 damn years. So I agree. They weren't going to go to Salt Lake and have any type of risk. They wanted to go to Vegas, get it done, build it. All right, great. We're good to go. We're going to be a lot better. So that's why I say I think that that you know the noise about Ryan Smith talking to the NHL, you know the noise about about Big League Utah, like I. Things are happening for sure. I'm just curious uh, on like where the perspective is with the people who make the decisions because I'm with you. I think an NHL team would dominate here. I think there's a hunger for hockey here. No doubt about it. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's inevitable. Yeah, I do think it's inevitable. I just don't see it. You know, I, I just don't see it being. I don't know. I don't see Major League Baseball bringing a no-brainer. A lot of people are trying to tell you it's a no-brainer. I'm just telling you. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Dustin says, I heard the Oakland Stadium is gar- It is terrible. Yeah, I, it's I worked there for a long time. It's not good. Uh, Riley O'Brien. Riley. 
Bobby uh, Chanthonbury just made a great point sliding in, siding in with Monty. Mike Brown came from the Warriors coaching staff. The Kings have the Warriors number. Don't disagree with that. Don't disagree with that. Uh, Dick Nielsen. Odds makers have SLC as a first choice if Vegas gets the A's. Then no chance if Vegas does not get the A's as of the Western expansion will be Vegas. Well, I, uh, but if you're putting Major League Baseball on the West Coast, I, I don't know why you wouldn't look further West. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I guess you have Seattle, but I would well, be I looking at Portland. version of California. One, if like, oh, if where you're else someone, are you going to put somebody in California? Well, that's my point. So if you can't go to California, all right. Well, we're not going to Seattle. They already have a team. You're not going to Reno. You're not going to Reno, right? Like, you're not going to. You're like, not going to go to Spokane, which a lot of people want. Yeah, you're, you're not, not going doing to Spokane. That. You're not going anywhere that has a team in state already. So not California. You know, not not Washington. Obviously, Oregon could could potentially look at it, but I think that's still kind of a long shot. You know, I, I, I don't know. I think that Salt Lake City is so misunderstood nationally. Yes, it is. That I think that people really have have a hard time even just understanding that you basically have three different sections of the valley that comprise a big a big grouping of people, you know, when when you've got you know, Utah County, Salt Lake County, you yeah. know, Weber County. Like, you've got all these different counties that make up this big, grand valley. And I think people struggle to understand, okay, well, let's run the numbers off Salt Lake City proper. Okay, you can do that. But what about all the folks in Saratoga Springs? What about all the folks in South Jordan or here or there? Like, I think that's the struggle. You don't, you don't have to wonder about, like, Los Angeles or Denver or, like, you don't have to wonder about that. But I do think that people struggle with Salt Lake City. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, our show is based in Salt Lake City. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think people people don't understand it. I I, I just don't. But that's just me. Uh, DeLambo says, Vegas as good a, a, is a good name. Vegas A's is a good name. Sure. I'll disagree with that. We need to move an NFL team to Utah. Oh, God. Denver. I don't think the NFL works in, in Salt Lake City. I think we are we are a co college town. That's just me. I think we are a college town. Dave Albertson. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Uh, I grew up in the Bay Area, listened to KMBR, and loved it. Wish Salt Lake City A's would come. Don't believe it. If you build it, they won't come. Yeah, I don't think they will. <laughs> KMBR 680, the sports leader. I miss my time in San Francisco. Great city to live in. I just can't afford it. Uh, would love to see MLB in Salt Lake, but Portland seems to make more sense. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. The other thing, and a lot of people have said this, and I, so I know I'm not rocket sciencing it here, but I also don't believe that the Miller clan makes the best ownership group because they are not always willing to do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. I do think that's part of it. Yeah. So, but again, hey, listen, I'm I'm open to the conversation. I think what what Larry H. Miller did was phenomenal, but those days are clearly past. And unfortunately, I I just don't believe that Gale and the Millers will spend the money that needs to be spent to compete in baseball. And I, the last thing that Salt Lake City needs is to be to be to have another crappy professional sports team. Yeah. Agreed. I, I just, we are, when our minor league teams, you look at the Utah Grizzlies. 
I mean, that's a team that wins, right? They, I mean, conference finals last year, they beat they beat the Utah or uh, the uh, Idaho Steelheads last night in game one of their series. Like, they win. But you look at the Jazz, the Jazz don't win. And under Gale's, like, you know, leadership, they didn't spend money and they didn't win. So the building wasn't always full and there wasn't excitement and when well, I got a billionaire here who's doing everything that needs to be done, hopefully they win, right? But you look, you look back to the Stockton Malone days, that feels like an attorney ago. Yeah. But there are no other professional sports teams here. And the last thing you need is to bring a, a baseball team under the Miller's stewardship and just have them be... Exist. Okay, yeah, we're cool. All Neat. right. All right. Hey, guys, right, did thanks. you get your bag of peanuts, by the way? Thanks. You know, okay. Mm. Like, whatever. Wet Blanket says Carl Malone disagrees. What do you mean by that? Uh, Jacob DeLambo wouldn't sell enough beer in Utah for NFL stadiums. Well, Don't there's disagree, something to that. dude. Uh, I agree with us being a college football town, but that requires all of us pressuring Utah to get into the 12 or the Big Ten balanced uh, with both academics and athletics. Well, there is that. No. Uh, not to mention RSL is trash. I'm trying to lay off RSL. And kick a person when he's down. I said like two weeks ago that Real Salt Lake just plays too slow for me, and I must have got an avalanche of hate mail. Yeah, I know what time it is. You just hate RSL. I don't hate RSL. I don't hate RSL. Yeah. I want them to play faster, more quality football. Yes. That's what I want. Plain and simple. DeLambo, Jazz are a regular season franchise. Can't get it done in the playoffs because... Uh, they just wanted to sell tickets. Well, back in the day, that's true. Tickets and cars, that was their job. Yeah. McKinley Cutler, the cookie king of Utah. I don't care uh, what the child lover thinks. Wow. I don't know. What does that mean? That's a Carl Malone reference. Oh. 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 Got it. Oh. Got it. Got it. Geoff, uh, I just agree that you can use minor league teams in any sport as an assumption um, or a comparison to how Utah fans will treat the professional team. Utah fans are diehard. I believe MLB would thrive. But based on what do you believe that it would thrive? Yeah, because the bees haven't thrived. But throw all the minor leagues out of it. What have you seen that says that 35,000 fans are going to show up 81 days a year and support a team that doesn't win. If it was Ryan Smith who was going to bring a baseball team here, I think he'd do everything you need to do to win. But in all honesty, and if you're a Utah and you know Gail Miller, for those of our Salt Lake listeners, do you truly believe that Gail Miller will spend every penny necessary to win a World Series? Because I don't believe that. I don't believe that. She never did that in, under her stewardship of the Jazz, with all due respect. She never did that. And I know that that's... Yeah. I know that's taboo, but... Yeah. You know. The Optimist. Tim and Zach. Okay. Uh, Tim and Zach were selling local ads for Yelp in 2021. Awesome job on an amazing show, guys. Well done. Thank you, The Optimist. Good job, Jake. You too. Zach! Get out here! It's Jake. There's no Zach. It's Jake. I don't know who the optimist is, but I appreciate you saying that. What, what, bro? Zach? That's Zach? A, I couldn't be like a. I Kevin? Yeah, like Zach. 
I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Like, what, I'm Jake. Dude, what is this, bro? I'm Lil like, Monty. Like, you know who I am. Is that a real question? <laughs> yeah, you know who I am. Like, come on, dude. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Exactly. Like, what are we doing, bro? What you want me to say to them? I appreciate you. I do. It, it is. Uh, we talk a lot about this on the show. It's been a. Uh, it's been a grind. That's all I'm saying. It has been a grind. Mm -hmm. uh, Kurt Meyer says Zacky Poo. Truck Stop Gumby says SLC Zach. Dude, like seriously, come on, man. Like you know, how are you gonna do me that dirty, bro? Like, come on. <laughs> okay, Nuren, you're right. Bud Light wouldn't sell here. Wow. I re um. Don't get me um, started. No, I'm not doing it. You know, I'm not doing it. Uh, Michael Peck, hell no. The Millers will always prioritize profits over winning. Yep. I agree. Yeah. And I think, you know, you know what? Winning is important. And that's why you want to do business with companies that win like Bucked Up. Make sure you get in the description below. It says three free samples and a free shaker cup shipped right to your front door for free. Click on the samples. Get the hydration. Get the pre-workout. All of the pre-workout samples, they're phenomenal. Best pre-workout in the business, Bucked Up. You want to buy them? You need pre-workout. You need the collagen supplements, you guys. Phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to save 20% off at checkout. Hey, you want free samples? Click the link below. The shaker cup is what you're getting. The samples are actually an afterthought. The bucked up shaker cup is phenomenal. It is the best shaker cup you will ever own. Trust me, they'll give it to you for free in any color combination you want. Then pick out three free samples. My wife loves the hydration. She loves what they call the IV hydration samples that you can get. Take care of those. Get your pre-workouts. Get your BCA samples. They let you pick whatever you want, three of them, and a shaker. Hook it up right now in the link in the description below. Buckedup.com. Bucked up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Uh, let's see. Uh, perfect. Greg Hawkins, I was just about to talk about you. I have doubts that the Millers have the gumption to do what it takes. That's what I'm saying. You're not wrong, man. That's what I'm saying. Um, the Optimist says, sorry, Jake, you look like a Zach. Wait, you just call me a douche? Like, bro, wh what are we doing here, man? Get a fast pass for douche mountain because you're a douche. I agree about the Millers. Uh, the ball is on the shaft. Yes, it is. In the bucked up shaker cup. Yeah, that's right. So you don't drop your balls on the floor in the bottom of the waves game. in opposition dishwasher anyway. all right let's talk about greg hawkins dude this one hits home bro this is tough right here this does hit home this is tough okay so greg hawkins today had the audacity and he's a precocious young man uh, excuse me uh precocious i've always went to use that word on the show and never I'm knew how so bricked up right now which is to say that greg hawkins went to chipotle okay normal and look what he Whoa. found in his salad. Whoa, what is that creature? Greg Hawkins sent this video to our members-only Instagram chat. Look at that bug he found in his salad. Dude. Now, on this show. God, we didn't see in, man. On this show. You know who the pimp in the Mac is, right? That's me. No, it's Zach. I don't know what that means. Thank you, Zach. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How many times? But I do believe it's 37,604 times right. that I have told you not to eat at Chipotle. Right? We've had salmonella <laughs> scares. We've had people get really sick. It's in the news. Go check it out. Right? 
I've told you, I love the food at Chipotle. I don't like eating Chipotle's food. Damn. And now, my guy Craig Hawkins, who quite literally is a model and an actor and a really good-looking dude, which bothers me and I hate it. Um, yeah, seriously. Found a living bug. Not a dead bug. A living bug. That thing's alive. So let's just, let me get this right. How do you think that would feel crawling around your intestines? Dude, um, that was um, in his Chipotle salad. Um, now, are, are you going to get on board dude. with it now, or are you, you going to keep bro. playing the game? I'm, I'm a big Chipotle guy. I love Chipotle, man. And the problem is, is that I don't like, well, I'm not going to say I don't like. I don't love the fact that Cafe Rio uses a bunch of oil in their food. They use oil on their beans. I, I don't love that because I feel that. So, like, I feel great when I eat Chipotle, but then I get videos from my boy Greg about how he's got a green praying mantis in his salad. Like, well, look at that thing. That's terrible. Like, are you kidding me right now? That is that is gnar. Like, what are we doing? This is why I don't eat out. And I and, and you can verify this. And, and especially since I got the butt cord out last Hugh week. Janus. Yeah, since I got the colon, colonoscopy. You know, Mrs. Monty and I have worked really hard not to eat out. I think twice, probably in the last three weeks, I've eaten out. I mean, that thing's gonna crawl up inside of Greg's intestine and eat him alive. No, it's not. It's gonna lay lay eggs, and then all the babies will eat him alive. Hell no, dude. You can't eat at Chipotle, and I, I again will say, I'm telling you to stop eating out. Now, let me ask you this: the Chipotle by our house, the district, is a corporate store. A yes, corporate training store. Yeah, so Does that they matter know, to you? No, they know how to put salmonella in the lettuce. Dilly, the dilly, like, dilly, dilly. It's, it's in the... <laughs> I ain't trying to get sued or nothing. But you guys know that... And I, I, like I had... I had more betters last night. And I regretted it. Why? Because... So I, I go to more Mo Betta's at the district... Regular plate, all Terry chicken. If you don't know uh, Mo Betta's, it's a Hawaiian-style fast casual. They give you two scoops of mac salad, one scoop of rice, and like four pounds of chicken. The problem is she sprayed Terry sauce all over the outside of the styrofoam. <laughs> the styrofoam popped open, so I had chicken in my bag. Oh, come on. Like the, it, was, it was amateur hour, and it's just really, in my opinion... It's tough to find a good eating out experience. It is. It is. And I, I don't know. But like, see, this is why you have to go to like Hire's Big H. Because Hire's is locally owned and operated and crushes it every time. Chipotle foodborne illness outbreaks are some of the most high profile food safety cases in history. They agreed to pay a $25 million fine, the largest ever in a food safety case. Man. Are you, are you, are you kidding me? Are, are you kidding me? $2 billion in revenue in fiscal year 2021. Yeah. Dude, stop. Yeah, they're legit, man. Stop. There's I, no reason. I, there's no way around that. But you can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing this. And you can't. I, you, at what point do you stop eating at Chipotle? I'm t it's today for me. I, just go home. Like, what did we what did we have? What have we been eating for lunch? Yeah, Costco rotisserie chicken with quinoa rice and egg whites. And it fills you up. You feel good. Everything's great. Yeah. You poop like a machine. But it's not machine. queso. It's not guac. It's not like 
It's not as good. I totally agree. But I'm just telling you guys, if you eat out, you're getting a ton of oil, a ton of fat, a ton of cholesterol, and a ton of sodium. Yeah, you're not wrong. Which are killing you. Fat! It's killing you. And again, I just say, if you're if you're an old fart like me, and you got to watch your health every day. And a guy like Greg Hawkins, who's a workout guy, who's an actor, who's literally, I'm not even kidding, actor, model, guy. Okay, not to interrupt Can't you. Can't eat that. We're already getting in fights in the Philly-Brooklyn game. I warned you about this. And who's in the middle of it? Joel Embiid. Joel. And Nick Claxton, who I think's a stud. What happened here? It was oh, a it was a, a dunk. It was an alley-oop dunk, and, and Joel Embiid pushed Claxton and then fell to the ground like, like there was something, and Claxton, oh, stepped, Claxton over stepped over him. Stepped over him. And then Joel Embiid kicked him in the balls. Because Claxton stepped over Joel Embiid. And Joe didn't like that. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't. Why step over him like that? And then Claxton falls to the ground after yeah. getting kicked. Yeah. Come on. Damn. Come on. You know. Uh, Kurt Meyer says, uh, don't forget the bugs. Dick says, uh, I, wouldn't, I would worry more if the produce is old enough that you find dead bugs. Dude, I don't want no bugs. Jazz Perch One. I found a bug on two separate occasions at Cafe Rio in my salad. That's what I'm saying. You can't do salads when you eat out, dude. Greg Hawkins. I called them about he. Greg Hawkins again. If you're just tuning in, Greg Hawkins found this bug in his salad today at Chipotle. I called them and they were like, "We have no idea how that happened. We wash our produce every day." <laughs> dude, that's gnarly. Not, like, look, do you want that? Man, I just keep thinking about that thing inside my intestines, and I'm not that interested. In that's it. pretty much self-explanatory. I'm not. Yeah, that's rough, bro. So I think we need to have a conversation now. What's the worst thing you've ever found in your food? Mm. Jake, what is the worst thing you've ever found I mean, in your food? Back in the day at, at uh, McCovey's in Walnut Creek, I was eating clam chowder and found a cricket. So that was pretty rough. Uh, I don't, I, I haven't had too much bad luck with that, you know, like mm -hmm. I haven't had, but admittedly, I can't deny it. Chipotle has been two of the three bad experiences I've had over a decade. You know, like we've found plastic in, in a, in a chicken bowl before we have, Yeah. you know, I have, I found one of the, and they denied it. We found one of those, you know, those little plastic square tabs that close your loaves of bread. We found one of those in a Chipotle uh, bowl. And they they were like, no, that's not possible. We don't have those in the store. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently you do. Apparently you do. But I found all kinds of things. Um, plastic, hair, like hair is on the regular. Like just employee hygiene. Mm -hmm. That's the worst stuff. Thankfully, you your stomach will kill most of that. But it's stuff like, you know, I've found bugs in salad before. Like, we, I love a wedge salad. Who doesn't like a good wedge salad? Mm -hmm. Like, you get a head of iceberg lettuce and they chop it in four wedges. Yeah. I found a bug inside of that produce. Terrible. Yeah. Jeremy Callahan. My manager found human teeth in a pizza he got delivered to his house once. Dude, what are we doing? Dude. Gary says most of my bad experiences came from Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, Where'd not you used a to fan, work? dude. Texas Roadhouse. Jake not a used fan. to work at Texas Roadhouse. 
Uh, I found metal shavings on a Jimmy John sandwich, Mark Hale said. Good Lord. Hale says, I, uh, I will represent him in a lawsuit. Mark okay. Hale? Mark Hale? Meet my guy, Greg Hawkins. Um, Dick Nielsen found small earthworms twice in my salad at Applebee's. Who eats at Applebee's? Yeah. Uh, Tom said, I found out about pink slime. Changed my life. Oh, dude. Don't do it. No, don't do it. McKinley Cutler. I was served raw chicken at Ruby's Island Grill. I've never gone back. Uh, That'll kill you. (coughs) Uh, Giggity opened a hundred grand bar to find it filled with maggots. Oh, my God. Come on, dude. Come on. That's terrible. Kay Nuren. Found old lady here in my uh, bologna sandwich. I'm sure you did. Jet Wayman, the Tile King of Utah. I've never eaten at Chipotle. Okay. Don't. Dude. I love their food. Their food's phenomenal. But. Yeah. Uh, Gary, tank those CMG shares. I want to buy on the cheap. Dude, I, I, this is so terrible. Applebee's is just as gross with or without the worms. It is. Truck Stop Gumby, just say no to pink slime. You know yeah. what? I'll tell you, I had those, was it Tyson chicken nuggets? Yes. I had Tyson chicken nuggets the other day from Costco. Those things are amazing. Yes. Amaz- I'm never I'm I'm never eating at McDonald's again. No. I'm I Can't might do it. I might not. <coughs> I, I love their food. <coughs> but the sodium levels is ridiculous. Fear the deer. Everybody would have ingested um something in their lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Something rough in their lifetime. I would agree with that. Jeremy, Chipotle is garbage. It's not. It's actually really good fresh food. Yeah. With bugs, uh, apparently. <laughs> Lee Jensen says extra protein. Nah, bro. Because if, it's garbage. Dude, I don't want to eat a live bug. Like, this is, I don't understand people that eat, like, live squid. Well, and, like, the people that watch And it wraps its shows. tentacle around your face. Dude, the people that watch those shows of, like, you know, eating yeah, hell raw no. and, like, gnarly stuff. Hell no. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, dude. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I, I'm not. Oh, Chris Carnes, stop it. You're mean-spirited, sir. He said, I just got here. Headed to Five Guys for dinner tonight. Oh, I would love a burger. Seriously, Chris, dude, enjoy it for me, dude. I would love a Five Guys burger. How's everybody's week going? I feel like this week has just gone gone by like super-duper fast. Like It kind of has. It's been a stressful week. I'm not going to lie. Like, this is... It's been a stressful week. Like trying to try. Everything's expensive. Mm-hmm. Can I just everything's expensive, man? I need I need a rich sugar mama. Yeah. Like I need somebody that just that just funds it. Occasionally, like needs needs to, needs to go for a ride. I'm your huckleberry. Oh my god! Just like that. Oh. I mean, I got I got 36 seconds of greatness for you. Please. Buy me some PXG golf clubs. Please. Like PXG, the perfect example. I bought golf clubs the other day. Mm-hmm. Paid 300 bucks to have them shipped today. They were supposed to arrive today. Wait, they were supposed to arrive today? Yes. Oh. Okay. Did they? No, they didn't arrive today because, ah, oh, it took an extra day to get them through the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, they'll be here tomorrow. Right? And, and like we go take a golf lesson the other day, we get a swing evaluation. 300 bucks. You know, like ordered ordered golf balls the other day. 60 bucks. Like everything's expensive. 
Hey, yeah, you know, it rained mud on my car the other day. Mm -hmm. Had to get a car. Like, it's just been that week where, it, and thankfully, you know what? A week ago, I was dying. Let's be honest. A week ago at this time, I was badly depressed about my failed colonoscopy prep. Right. Right? So I don't have a bad life. And it was. I've had some bull rattlers since then, too. Uh, but my point is, it's just been that week where everybody's got the wrong answer. You know how sometimes you'll have a conversation and everybody's got the answer you want or need. Mm -hmm. This week, it's been like, nah, bro, I don't know. What I just say. Or here's the wrong answer for you, <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. You know, and it, it, it's when you're growing a business, it's you have to have perspective. It's internal. And it is internal. But when you're growing a business, you have to have perspective. Do you guys, here's a question for you. Do you guys feel the economy? Because we were talking about this today. The economy, I think, is better than people perceive it to be. And we're, we keep hearing about like meta layoffs. Yeah. And Amazon layoffs or... ESPN layoffs. Or... And it's like, okay, well, I look at the reason behind the layoffs. Like, do you guys, did you guys see that, the report on how many people were hired at Facebook that were not authorized to be hired? They had an issue with that. Then they went all in on the metaverse and hired um, like just a ball sack um, full of software people. Yeah. Who just don't have any work anymore. And I look at Amazon and people are like, oh, Amazon's going out of business. No, they're not. But I, like, dude, do you know how much hiring Amazon did during the pandemic? Yeah, they got fat. And, like people are like, oh, Twitter laid everybody off. Well, you know, Elon's blowing up rockets today. Yeah. I don't see people that are like, yeah, I got to lay people off. I can't afford it. Like BuzzFeed laid their news department off. You know why they laid their news department off? It turns out. Because they don't get any clicks on their news content. They get clicks on all of their lifestyle and, and um, you know, like pop culture stuff. Yeah. That's their bread and butter. Not hard news. I, it makes sense. Now, if you're in real estate, dude, I feel, I feel tragic for so you. So you can go to Pound Town. But we're looking at a new studio space, right? And so there's this great studio space we were interested in. What, five, seven phone calls? Easily. Never called us back. Didn't respond to two emails. Like, it's sitting there empty. We can see it. We can see it. Won't get a call back. Won't in office phone, cell phone, text message, it's email. No answer. Nothing. Okay, so real estate's tough right now, but you won't pick up the phone? What the fuck? Does one thing have to do with the other? Ah, oh, the economy sucks. Then this, there's this big house down the street from mine, right? A couple blocks over. It's like 50-something thousand dollars over, over market value. Yeah. And they're going to say, well, there are no buyers. It's sitting, it's sitting on the market. There's a, well, because you're $50,000 over market value. Yeah. Kind of like George I, Klyavkov. I, hey, dude, I said $50,000 over market value. Yeah. By the way, get ready to pull it out, Jake. Oh, okay. Hang on one second. I said $50,000 over market value. Yeah. And they're like, wow, the economy's in the shitter. I mean, nobody's buying my house. Lower the price. 
right? So I don't know. And, and I would love to hear hear from you guys after we celebrate Dick. Hey, Dick's in the membership. Hey, pull it out for Let's Dick. Let's go, Dick Nielsen, the newest member of the Monty Show. Welcome to the program, sir. Yeah. We appreciate you. If you guys want to join the membership, it's as little as $1.99. Telling you the $9.99 is worth it, you guys. $9.99 gets you into our exclusive members-only Instagram group. You would have gotten the Ion TV news uh, first with the WNBA. You would have got all that first. All you have to do is pay $9.99 a month. $1.99 gets you shouted out every time. Mm-hmm. Just click the join button. You're good do to go. It. Um, let's see. What do you guys think, though? In the comments section, do you guys feel like you feel the economy? Uh, Jeremy Callahan, those Facebook developers can work on the class action settlement. Seriously. 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 Goathead Prime. Hey, Z- hey Zach. They're calling you names. P.S. Tell your Prime buddy how, how was your date. Is she a hottie? Yeah, she's a good looking girl. Okay, so. Yeah, we can talk about this. Before we get back to the economy. Yeah. How was your date last night? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, thoughts on Slim Chickens? So that's where we went. Uh, I would say it's mid. It's not terrible, but it's not great. It's not super chicks. It's it's not super chicks. No, it's not even the same conversation. It's mid for sure. Okay. Uh, date was good. A uh, little tired today. It was up till like midnight. Um, Magnums? Uh, no, not quite. Not quite. I'm a respectful individual. No, you're not. Please. Fuck. Stay hard. You're a respect. You're a degenerate. How am I a degenerate? You're not. He's not. You're actually a really respectful dude. Stay hard. And I applaud that. I don't think you should be in a hurry because you're looking to get married. You're not looking to just have escapades. Facial recognition. Right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. James Dolan in the the chat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the date was good. It was girlfriend material. Yeah, she's girlfriend material. Yeah. Have you guys talked about not dating other people yet? No, not yet. You haven't. So are you going to keep dating other people? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You are. Keep looking around. Yeah. I mean, until, look, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you have to learn the lesson at some point. I mean, at some point you have to be like, all right, well, you know, I mean, if conversations come around, they come around, right? I mean, and okay. dating apps are very ebb and flow. They are. Okay. They are. Okay. Yeah. Look, man, I'm just. I, but I would say that we're close. I would say that we're, we're, you know, we're definitely advancing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Tom asked a really good question. Have you talked to her about Donald Trump or the Biden economy yet? Uh, yeah, she's not a Trumper. No. Here's the problem. No. It, it, and Tom, I'm being serious. It's not Joe Biden's economy. Venom and vitriol. This is what we have to stop. It's not Donald Trump's economy or Joe Biden's economy. Like, we, we've got to stop that. We, we, we have a problem in this country where we won't call out the truth. We'll call out what we want to. We have a corporate greed problem yeah. in this country. yep. We don't have a Joe Biden problem, not on the economy anyway. We don't have a Donald Trump problem, at least not on the economy anyway. We have a corporate greed problem. Yeah. Because everybody, one of the the great conversations I had this week was about gas prices. And finally, I ran into a guy who I'm not going to name, but he said, you know what? No president could stop ExxonMobil from making billions per quarter by charging Americans two and a half extra dollars per gallon. Yeah. And that's the God's honest truth. You can look at BP, you can look at Shell, you can look at Costco, look at all these companies that make money on gas. 
and there's there's no explanation for it. Yeah. We don't have a foreign oil problem. We have a corporate greed problem. We don't have a pipeline problem. We have a corporate greed problem. You know, like that's the... Yeah, you're right, dude. I agree. Yeah. You, you, you just can't... I, I don't understand. Like the gas pump thing is the perfect example. I've, I, 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 I wish people understood the president of the United States, and it doesn't matter who they are, has no control over gas prices. Almost none. Yeah. Almost none. But I also look at, you know, and I also look at like inflation. And inflation, this is the, the perfect example. People say, well, it's Joe Biden's fault. That MFR and his inflation. Yeah, they do. What a dick. <laughs> like, I'm, I need to find this graph, and I know I had it. Dadgummit. Um, you look at the inflation in our country, and I'm just telling you now, that it's, it's not Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe. Our inflation's at 5%. It's come down every month since, I think, December. Yeah. But, by the way, weren't we told that it was supply chain is, is why we have inflation? Yes. Well, supply chain, with some very limited exceptions, is no longer an issue. Can anybody explain to me, if it's supply chain, and supply chain is no longer an issue... Why do we still have inflation? Corporate greed. Now, do I love the interest rates being where they are? Do I always agree with the Fed? <laughs> Clearly not. But let's stop saying, well, Joe Biden's the reason that inflation's through the roof. Yeah, he's not. Because here's the problem. Joe Biden is not the reason inflation's through the roof. If you look at Joe Biden and you look at, the, the, look at this graph, right, our inflation has come down every single month from its high of 9% last June. And then we really started cooking with gas in December when we got to six and a half. And now we're down to 5% for March. So let's not sit here and pretend like, oh, the economy. Do we have an inflation problem? We do. Do we have a supply chain problem? We don't. Like we tried to open a restaurant. Trust me when I say, we know supply chain problems. Yeah. We know the expenses that come with supply chain problems. Yeah. We all know that. But we have to start looking at who we're willing to spend our money with. Yeah. That, to me, is the problem. Yeah. Uh, Gary says, we need to watch prices. Uh, we need watch prices to fall more. 8K for a 6K watch is blasphemous. I don't know how we're doing it. You know. Yeah. You know. Uh, sock. Says Washington State Coug here, first time participating. Sock, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the show. If you want to get college football talk, go all the way back to the beginning. You a left foot guy or right foot guy? Do you sleep in socks? Do you procreate in socks? Uh, <laughs> Kurt Myers. <laughs> I didn't uh, help for Biden to send our strategic oil reserve to China. Well, sure, we can talk about policies on the macro, but the micro that's killing us at the pump is not strategic oil reserves yeah that's not the issue it's not the issue and i see i agree with jeremy callahan the economy is cyclical and presidents are at the mercy of wherever they happen to land on the curve you can criticize donald trump for a lot of stuff who could have forecasted the economy during a pandemic and oh by the way now did he handle the pandemic well certainly not 
But could you have forecasted the the economic dive? No. Could you have forecasted the absolute explosion of real estate and car sales during the pandemic? If I'd have said to you, hey, we're going to have a pandemic, the world's going to absolutely shut down. What do you want to go do? Hey, let's go buy a new car. <laughs> what the fuck? No, you wouldn't have said, let's go buy a new car. Hey, listen, the world's going to shut down. Millions and millions, tens of millions of people are going to die around the globe. Yeah. Uh, what's the first thing you want to do? Buy a new house. <coughs> Why didn't I think of that? <coughs> right? So what happened? And not only buy a new house, right? We're going to buy a new house and we're going to pay $100,000 over list for it. Yeah, because we have to compete with 20 other buyers. And then when the pandemic's over, we're going to try and sell that house and we're going to try and sell it for $150,000 over market. But, but. I think, like, you look at cars right now. When has the automotive industry ever been screwed into the ground like this? Well, what happened? The price of used units skyrocketed. Why is that? Well, supply chain, bro, and we can't make superconductors for the chipsets and stuff. Couldn't get parts for to build new cars, right? Well, pandemic, nobody's working in a factory. No new inventory, certified pre-owns. Let's rock and roll, baby. Yes. Let's put up car vending machines on every other block. Right? That's what happened. So the cost of cars went through the roof. And so people did the same thing with cars they did with houses, which is they paid way over what they knew it was worth. And now that they're underwater and they're struggling financially, they want to sell those cars in those houses. And what's happening? They can't sell them because they owe $600,000 on a house that's worth $450,000. <coughs> Dude, I live in Daybreak. <coughs> I bought my townhouse way under market. If, and equity's such a joke. Equity's an emergency fund, right? It's a slush fund. You get in trouble, refi your house. Cash out equity. Okay, great. But here's the thing. What good does your house being worth 500 when you owe 200? What good is that? Helps your credit, but does it feed your kids every day? No, it does not. Can you really leverage it for anything? Nah, not really, because if you refine and do a cash out, now you owe a $500,000 mortgage instead of a $300,000 mortgage. And your mortgage just went from, you know, $2,000 a month to $5,000 a month. So is that really practical? Mm. You want to get a HELOC? A home equity line of credit. Do you know the interest rates on a HELOC right now? That's not really. Like it, real estate and automotive have been core earners for generations and they're dead in the water right now. Dead in the water right now. And it's going to unfortunately take some people to really suffer. Yeah. And I mean suffer. Yeah. For this to end. And I don't, I don't think people are willing to do it. I don't. Uh, Arlington Bear says Socks needs to be a member. Sock, you need to hit the join button. Dollar ninety nine a month or nine ninety nine a month. Let's do it. Let's do it. Riley O'Brien, what's up, you? Uh, what's up, y'all? Just dropping in with my first comment today, keeping it very lighthearted. Just saying, I love y'all, eh, Monty? <laughs> it's not what happened. <laughs> not what happened. Scammer trolling says no politics, please. I agree. Uh, Mike Maples. Corporate greed is opening up a $4 bag of chips and not even seeing it half full. It's so frustrating. We, we've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, all the time, dude. All the time. Yep. Truck stop Gumby, what's a new car? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sox says, I just changed the plugs in the ignition coil in my car. 
I think the interest rates are going up. I could be wrong. I'm sure they are. If you just change the plugs in the ignition coil, that's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, no new cars in the truck stop conference. Yeah, totally nope. agree. <laughs> totally agree. All right, so the girlfriend's out of town this weekend. She's not my girlfriend. Oh, I'm sorry. The girl that's your friend. The friend who's... That'll a... probably be a girlfriend in like two weeks, but, yeah. you know, it's good. Yeah, process. But, I mean, you guys aren't girlfriend. I mean, you're yeah, yeah. you're sucking face, but we're not both yeah, girlfriend. <laughs> you know. Come on. Because it's all... How long until you can point. say, hey, uh... How do you do it? Are you like, okay... Hey, little, uh, hey, uh, Geraldine, uh, can we have a serious conversation for a minute? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Before you mount, uh, you know, the rocket ship, let me just real quick. <laughs> you know, my name's Zach, and I just want to tell you, I love you. you fucking Cole Beasley. He called you Zach. Come on, dude. Casual. Um, hey, Geraldine, before we go, Come on, uh, dude. you know, before we go SpaceX heavy, um, see we did their SpaceX so like it the fly, rocket it exploded fly, it flies up and then it explodes how like heartbreaking it, was that yeah well and I'm sure they got maybe some good buddy shouldn't be so focused on Twitter maybe he Stop. should go back to but, being SpaceX no, please guy please don't please. jackass please don't jackass okay so how do you say to her you want to be boyfriend girlfriend hey uh, Geraldine uh, I don't want you to be with any other guys or are you like, oh, hey, baby. <laughs> hey, Trixie, listen, I know I met you on the pole. Trixie. I know I met you on the pole. Like, what do you... <laughs> uh, what do you say? Are you like, uh, hey, will you be my girlfriend? Or I'd like you to be my girlfriend. I'd yeah. like to be exclusive with you. I don't want you seeing other dudes. Yeah, it's not... I mean, you gotta... So it, you gotta use assumptive language. I mean, this is this is the key technique. Oh, dude, assumptive yeah, language. Yeah, assumptive language, dude. You just, you know, you gotta say something to the effect of, like... Vaginas are for closers. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, I, in all serious, yeah, I would just ask. I would say, hey, like, I, you know, I'd like you to be my girlfriend. You know, what do you think? Do you give her a key to the house? No. Okay. I don't do keys to the house. You don't? No, I have a keypad under my house. Okay. Do you text her and ask her to be your girlfriend? No, no, of course not. Okay. Before, That's in person. Before or after swapping of spit? After. After? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you're going to spend 15 seconds trying to make babies, and then you're going to be like, saw. How about that? Hey, let's go out in a, <laughs> you know, uh, after. I just say? So you guys are going to make wild, yeah, passionate love. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, oh, I love you so much, Trudy. Oh, Trudy Dean, can you be my girlfriend? <laughs> what if she says no? She won't. How do you know? Because she, well, she wouldn't be there if she didn't want to. <laughs> right y'all too yeah you know so you think if you said to her right now today hey why don't you be my girlfriend she'd say yes yes i believe you that. do yes i believe that yes so you're just gonna game play until i'm not game playing i'm following i'm i'm taking my time okay not so you're what base are you on right now like second it's, okay was it a was it a power alley double or was it a hit by a pitch and a wild pitch that got no, that was, like you dude, got hit by a pitch and you made nah, it to first and the pitcher threw a wild pitch so you advanced nah, dude, on a it was, it was a it was a you know cement mixer slider right down the middle and I piped that thing to the wall. Just didn't hit a home run. Did you just call her a cement mixer slider? I did not. No. Oh, I thought you said you piped her to the wall. Okay. No. Just checking. Um, here's a really good question I should have asked earlier. 
Uh, does she watch the show? Yes, and we've talked about it multiple times. She does watch the show. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm telling you guys, and, and I, I can't divulge who she is. She is a very intelligent person. She knows the show, watches the show, has a following. The fact, how about the fact we called a guy today? Oh, yeah, dude, bro. Yes. Great story. We, we called a dude today. And Jake's like, hey, I'm looking at this and I need that. And, you know. And dude's like, all right, what's your name? I'm like, well, it's Zach. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> it's Jake. And so we get to talking. And dude's like, hold on. What did you say your name was? I'm like, my name's Jake, dude. Like, don't wear it out. <laughs> and and he's like, he's like, you do the Monty show. <laughs> And I was like, yes, I do. He's like, I, love I knew your, your voice sounded familiar. I knew your voice sounded familiar. I knew you, bro. And then we're at the gym this morning. And me being the complete dick that I am. <laughs> what I, had you just done, I had just done a bunch of chest and triceps on cables. Me, Jake and I finished working out. And I hand it to meander onto the turf track. You know, and where I, you push the sled and you yeah. do all the legs. And or... I got in a guy's way and I was like, oh, my bad, bro. Sorry. And he goes, it's all right, Monty. I was like, ah. Yeah. Are we clear on that? That was all right. That was all right. Uh, all, plenty of Toast says she knows about your redhead addiction. Uh, I, I don't know if I have a redhead addiction. I, don't, I, I haven't had good experiences, bro. Truck stop Gumby. Is she team lean? Mm, I have not asked that question. I will. Greg Hawkins. He piped that thing to the wall, baby. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Bro. You know, um, but does she read the live chat? Yes. Ah, damn it. Does she really? Yes, she does. God, you're so done. Um, Kurt Myers, intelligence and in watching the showgram. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that noise is. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Loud noises. Yeah. Uh, Gary says, my name is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Good to see you, Gary. Um <laughs> So is she is she wife material? Why do you always do this to me? What? Why do you always ask these questions, dude? I'm four what? dates in, man. Cruz just simply says, bruh. What? Uh, what? Uh, Jackson Graham says, rip. Okay. Rip what? I don't know. Uh, plenty of toast. Can you give us a hint on who she is? No. I will say she does live between Logan and St. George. Very... Great hint. Perfect. Perfect. Don't say I didn't try to give you a hint. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. Um, C. Kaufman, if she is still seeing you after all this, she is a keeper. Yeah. Is she is she wife material? Potentially. Does she want an infield or simply One. a corner infielder? One. So she just wants the hot corner. That's right. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Me too. I am not field a football team. No. Just let's make a quarterback. Yeah. You know I, what I'm I, saying? Yes, I'm with it. Okay. All right, I guess that's it, right? That's it, dude. Okay. Most eligible girls between St. George and Logan. Most eligible girls are between St. George and Logan. <laughs> <laughs> All the toast says perfect. I'll have it figured out soon. Okay. Jeremy Callahan. She does live in a van down by the river. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she does. You know. Yeah. All right, that's it.
Hit the hit the music. Trying. This is where you're supposed to end the show. Sorry, man. Sorry. The Monty Show presented by the Advocates. Theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, as always, every single day. I tell you, chat with an attorney right now, live online for free. What do you have to lose? You got hurt at work today, and you're like, damn, my back is killing me. Do I need an attorney? They sent me to the hospital. Do I need? Yes. What do you have to lose if if you're like, nah, this guy's a, not, nah, I'm good. My boss is going to, okay, cool. But if you talk to an attorney for free and they give you great advice, what do you have to lose? Theadvocates.com. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Does Jake have, does Jake use music, to, the music to end dates? <laughs> Stop. No. And no, I don't say goodbye, Jake, when I'm ending the date. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake. Uh...